another episode with petty party podcast we are at episode 72 slowly working our way up this is your girl a gabor hey y'all it's your girl michelle aka each of the few nasty hey y'all it's your girl amakala coming out the set what's good hey y'all it's your girl crystal aka champagne chris aka chrissy f baby please say the baby and yes i'm sticking to it <laughs> i feel that <laughs> And Nikki will be joining us a little bit later in the episode, but we actually have some really good news before we kick off the episode. We are actually starting a YouTube page coming to you on February 17th. It's a Wednesday. Go ahead and get that notated down. Make sure you guys subscribe to us on YouTube. Our YouTube page is already up, but you need to subscribe that way on the 17th. You can get that video. We got some big shit popping and we think y'all are really, really, really going to like what we have to bring to y'all. Are you guys excited about it? Yes, I yes, am. Sir. This is not convincing. <laughs> I am very excited. I'm ready for y'all to see me in full form. Yeah, no, I think seriously. it's like, it, it's been so many of us. We've been doing this so long. So it's like, I'm ready for y'all to actually see our faces and see, yes. like, you know, match the voices with the faces. Because I know it, it, some of y'all say we all sound alike. So, which is to this no. day, to this day, people are still confused, even for the people who follow us on Instagram. So those of you who listen to us who don't see us on Instagram, the YouTube will be a good way to kind of finally see who is who and associate the voice to the face. Because... I mean, that's what podcasts are about, right? I know when I first started listening to podcasts, I always wanted to see the person's face. Who's like, who, who is this yeah. talking? So mm-hmm. I'm excited to get that. We're excited to get that out to all of you guys. Same, same, same. Okay, y'all. So we're going to go ahead and just slide into the moto. And this one's a little different. She wanted advice, but she also wanted, you know, to hear our take on things. So I'm going to start it off. And it's called um what's the coldest thing a man has ever said to you so she said what's the coldest thing a male friend boyfriend or spouse has said to you or done to you and you've forgiven them this guy has said to me that i was a joke and he has said other things everyone says i should forgive i can't i like him somewhat but i think i'm over him i'm not a good boundary enforcer one nice thing and i forgive this time i want to stick to my guns am i overreacting and can you give me examples of what you forgive and forget to to continue a relationship and what you won't take verbally please that's a good question. To leave in a relationship or like what, what you put up with? I guess say what was the worst thing someone said to you before? Like a guy you've talked to? I know for me, I think the worst thing that someone's ever said to me who I was dating is like, we had like gotten to it about something so stupid. And he pretty much was like, bro, he's like, you bring stress to my life. And I was like, <gasps> like to hear that, that's like a slap in your face. Like, cause you know, cause sometimes people feel stuff and they don't tell you that. But when he said that to me, I was just like, if I bring stress to your life, then why are you with me? You know what I mean? I'm quick to be like, if I bring, like, any, when people say anything to me like that, and that sense necessarily brings stress to my life, but if I make your life harder in any capacity, please don't talk to me. Like, I'm like I'm not trying to say I'm not worth it, but I'm just like, I don't deal with stuff like that. So for me, I feel like that's the worst thing someone's ever said to me who I was, like, dating. Yeah. I guess, I guess I'll ask you about the questions. The first question is, are you overreacting? No, I don't think you're overreacting. I feel like, like you said, you're not really good at setting, setting boundaries. So I feel like it is important that once you do set those boundaries, you stick to them. So if to you, 
that offended you and that insulted you enough that you want to like take a step back and go ahead, girl, you don't have to deal with verbal abuse, especially if you're not that keen on staying, go ahead and dip. For me, personally, I think I'll say the worst thing that someone's ever said to me and I actually did end up forgiving the person. And for different reasons, I think that um, we were like, we're having some kind of like, it was a basis argument or whatever. And he said something like, are you retarded or whatever? And to me, like, that's always like a no, no. Like I don't, to me, that's, not only is it politically incorrect, but it's inappropriate to say, like, you don't just call people retarded for more reasons than one. So I remember just going off and I was like, you're not going to call me retarded. Anytime I've ever been upset with you, I've never called you outside of your name. I've never disrespected you. And since I show you that respect, I need you to do the same to me. But then I also have to take into consideration that he is very used to using that kind of language and using that kind of conversation with people around him. So I feel like once I set that boundary, then he knew like, oh, this is not okay. And he actually did pull back and he stopped speaking to me in that way, you know? So sometimes I feel like you can forgive if you feel like it's not going to happen again. But if you feel like it's becoming a pattern, then yeah, I did. Um, I want to say like the worst, I mean, this person wasn't like intentionally trying to make me like feel bad but like you know as like africans like we can kind of be a little bit blunt because i'm guilty of that as well sometimes however um though i think the worst thing someone has ever said to me was like i like you know y'all like basically we were like you know playing around and like you know i was sitting on his lap and he's like and like i guess i like something happened and he's like do you and do you think you're light and that really hurt my feelings because I felt like he was calling me fat because yeah. I am a thick woman. Like, I'm not like a, like, you know, I'm not petite or anything. I've always been like a curvy, like, you know, I want to say big boned type of woman from. No, nah, that would piss me off. I'm not you know, and like yeah. from birth or whatever. And so like that, really, like, I'm not even going to lie, like that, like really hurt my feelings. Like, and I made sure I voiced it because I felt like if I didn't say anything, then this person think it's okay. But like, I mean, I, I had to understand like, okay, in our culture, like people are very blunt. But at the same time, I feel like people are blunt because they haven't had someone tell them like, okay, this is rude. Like you shouldn't say stuff like that because you yeah. can offend somebody. And moving forward, like I remember we talked about it. He apologized and like, he just told me like, that's not, I would never call you fat. You're not fat. Like, why would I say, he's like, I'm just saying like, you know, in context, but I'm like, but still like, I just took it as you was like calling me fat. I'm sorry. Mm-mm. F-A-T, not P-H-A-T. Mm-mm. I don't really, I don't know. I don't really have any like specific ones. I, I don't know. I, I yeah. can't think of nothing off head. I mean. It doesn't have to be your boyfriend. She said like a spouse, partner, uh, a, a male friend too. Just, I guess she says men in general. Like how, she's wondering how she can set boundaries with, men as far as how they speak to her or you can even just answer her question like is she overreacting for not wanting to fool with him no more did she say what he said to her specifically he said she was a joke (laughs) 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 i mean honestly i'm not gonna lie like i'm not gonna lie sometimes like you don't even need to ask somebody else because if somebody is like, oh he could never say that to me and then they get in that same situation and they still right there with their niggas so it's like i'm really heavy on the stop asking people like what would you do because everything is always different when you have some type of connection more to that person so it's like you feel like he was out of line he was out of line and let it be that like you don't need nobody to affirm how you feel because but i don't think she i mean if she was leaving is a bit dramatic to me because mm-hmm. i mean but but again again it depends on like why what, she how you feel yeah, yeah not even that like a nigga call me a joke and i'll be like you're right because i am so i mean it just depends i, I think it's a bit dramatic yeah 
I don't, I don't, I don't think it's dramatic at all. I'm not gonna lie because to leave a relationship, I just feel like he must have had a tone with it because there's ways you can say something to someone and it comes off aggressive. So I don't think you're overreacting at all. If you feel violated, you were violated. Point blank. No, period. I don't think, I don't think she's if, absolutely she's entitled to feel the way she feels. I said for breaking up with him. I'm, I mean, this is her boyfriend. Oh, I mean, it's her boyfriend. It's a, if it's a nigga that she's dating, no, because I'm it like... It doesn't matter, boyfriend. Who, what? Is that my husband? Like, bye. Like, you're disrespecting me. The cap on his pod. The cool. You know, I, no. I want to know what, like... The thing about, like... And I kind of feel Chris, because the thing about calling me a joke, like, I'm going to I'm gonna come back at you. Like, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I'm like, okay, I you there's more to, like, why he called her a joke. Like, hey, this can't... I mean, I, I would hope it's not her man, because I feel like the way, the way she's... The only way I can feel, like... She wants to end the relationship with him. It's like he's pretty much calling her a joke as a as a woman. Like just everything about you is a joke. And I can understand being upset, but I feel like I need more context because your joke can be taken different yeah. ways depending. That's on all the saying his tone, like you yeah, know exactly tone for sure. I, th- I think what's making her say this more. She says that she's. I guess in her past, main past relationships, like she's not really been good at enforcing boundaries. So I guess this is the hill she's chosen to die on. Is the joke thing? <laughs> I would say me personally, if someone called me a joke, like Crystal, like I don't. I don't like you'd have it have to be a little harder just because like I feel like yeah. I have called people jokes before. I feel what? like I feel like you're I've called niggas jokes. I've called niggas clowns. I've called like oh yeah, I have. It's <laughs> like a like, whole clown. Like what? And I meant it. So, <laughs> it but like a- y'all have to understand, like there are some people that like they don't take that. They don't take well to Absolutely. those things. You know what I mean? That's what so I'm I- so I feel like the whoever like wrote this in, I feel like that's the point of view they're coming from. And like, they don't, they're not a type of person to be like, oh, he called me Joe, nah, nigga, you a joke. They're not the type of person to do that. Like they're shutting down and they're wondering Maybe like, okay. she is a joke. That's probably why she took it. Dang, that's rude. <laughs> no, I'm just like. It, like it, that's rude. Well, well, that's a joke. <laughs> not victim shaming. <laughs> Cancel Crystal. Cancel Crystal. <laughs> no, but you know how like sometimes when somebody tells you something or like, like says something and it's like it's true so it cuts a little deeper you know what i mean so oh, i'm not yeah. saying like maybe she's actually just like maybe like they've had an argument and like she's not where she wants to be in life and maybe he doesn't think she's taking life seriously type shit so it's like when you call her a joke like that's gonna hit a little harder you know what i mean because it's like so i'm just like maybe it's like she's gone through some shit to where something somebody says something that's gonna call because if a couple years ago and then call me a joke i probably would be very sad i'm not gonna lie so it's like but it, true it, but like she said he said other things too yeah. But, like, the thing is, like, let's have this conversation, like, male or female, no one should just, if someone knows your situation, they should not use your situation against you to put you down. Yeah. Like, that's not no, right absolutely. at all. So I feel like, like, I, I'm going to go back to what I said, like, if you felt what he said violated you, like, I don't feel like you're overreacting, falling back from that person. He doesn't, if you feel like he doesn't respect you, he doesn't respect you. Like, if you feel that way, then it stands, like, sorry. Yeah, I I'm sitting here thinking, and I'm just like, I'm actually biased. So I did that you just sat here and was like, I don't ask other people's opinion. But, like, sometimes, like, there are some situations where you just don't know and you do want yeah. other people's opinion. So I'm like, let me backtrack a little bit because I do be asking people sometimes, like, am I wrong for feeling like Literally, trick check. Well, that's what yeah, I'm like, <laughs> It depends on the, like, because it's like, you. we've sat on here and we've preached about, like, if you see red flags leave but the same <laughs> but the red same. flags look like six flags you know what i'm saying <laughs> looking real fun so it's just like it's, it's, it's kind of hard because it's like if that's your red flag you know leave but at the same time it's like i also don't feel like for me personally that's not a, that's not something that i would leave off of you know what i mean mm-hmm. but i also feel like maybe it's because i've been through a lot and that's like you don't have to do <laughs> romeo on the highway at this point you know what i mean but yeah i don't know it just depends on the angle i don't know sis child mm. 
Yeah. I'm not gonna maybe because my mouth is slick too. So you call well, my mouth is so slick. I probably call you something worse first. Bruh, yeah. so slick, and I be coming with just so many jokes. Look, I don't. Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah. If he's saying it in a way where it's like in aggressive, and he's putting you down, it's making you like feel different about yourself than your assistant. You don't need to be in a situation. That's when it becomes like verbally abusive. And verbal abuse is a thing. So definitely don't stick around for that. Yeah. All right. Well, that's the consensus. Um, all right. So we're gonna hop into the petty chronicle, and y'all. Um, I really don't. I'm gonna just tell the story, just for telling story stakes. I don't need y'all to tell me I'm petty because I already know it was petty. So <laughs> I'm just gonna tell the story, and I'm gonna shorten it and keep it at that. Don't ask no questions. So I went out with this guy. Um, we just went out to dinner and like drinks or whatever. And um, afterwards, we kind of went to like a general spot, but the general spot was very empty and I didn't want to be there. So instead of me just being like, oh, I don't want to go. I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't want to be here. Let me leave. Like, I'm just being around. Maybe because I had drinks in my system and I was kind of nervous. Like, what the fuck? I didn't want to be there. So I, ironically, my sister ironically a couple of, my sister was getting surgery that same weekend and he knew about it so i told her i texted my sister i'm like y'all call me actually i texted it michelle and her ass was asleep so that was a dub and i think anyway so i texted my sister and i was like yo call me right now and tell me like say it's an emergency you're getting surgery this da, 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 da. like just do all this concoction so she called me and i was like okay hold on i gotta go to the bathroom so and mind you the bathroom is literally like it's like a few steps from where we actually were. So I, you know, I'm on the phone and like while she's in there telling me like, Crystal, what the fuck are you doing? Like, she's just making jokes and I'm laughing. So I think he heard me laugh at one point. Cause when I came out, I was like, yeah, I gotta go. He was like, what is this? The old sister call you joke. And I was like, wait, how did you get <laughs> Bro, I was like, how many times did somebody did this to you? Cause why do you know? I was like, maybe he heard me laughing. Cause the way my sister was just going off and making jokes, I was laughing my ass off in that bathroom. So I was like, yeah, she calls me. She called me. Like, I have to go. Like, I have to go to, you know, help her. And he was like, are you sure? And I was like, yes, like I have to go. And so, um, yeah, that ended up being that. And I, and I left, but I just, I'm too grown for that. I should have just been like, I don't want to be here. I'm leaving. Simple. But yeah, so that was petty. That's my petty story for today. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you could have just been honest. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Were you honest the other night? Low key. Were you- <laughs> Low key. Were you? <laughs> were you? I was going like, to say that. <laughs> I, I, like, honestly, like, honesty is the best policy. I mean, you just have to tell people, like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to go. I don't want to be here. I don't want to hang out with you. Like, but it's crazy. It's, okay, say it nicely. This like, is also why I, I felt it hard to backtrack because he did all this. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I want to go. I want to go to the next spot. Did all that extra shit. And then we get there. <laughs> we're drinking. And I'm like, I don't want to be here. Like, and you're, it, you know, it's crazy. Shit happens. And, like, people have to understand, like, people's minds can change. Like, someone may be down initially. Then out of nowhere, the vibes just change. I'm like, you know, I'd rather just be home. You know yeah. what I mean? See, I hung out with somebody before where, like, I was having a good time, but I just was ready to, like, leave. But, like, he kept suggesting to go here and there. And then, like, I kept calling friends, like, oh, my first wedding week, well, we can go there together. And I'm just like, I'm trying to leave you. And yet you're trying to come along for the ride. Like, (laughs) 
I want to go. <laughs> like I made it clear as day, and I could I could not shake him. Like Crystal, yeah. we, oh, I ended up calling girl. Crystal. Crystal popped up. And he's like, "You're freaking come for the ride," and I'm just like, "I'm trying to leave you now. You want to take my <laughs> friend for the ride? Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to be here anymore." Yeah, that was a myth. Yeah, but but it also goes to show you like. I don't know how sometimes like women got to do the extra because it's like it's like you don't know like which way the night's going to take you or which way it's like if I say no, like what's going to happen or like, I don't know, like sometimes women do have to go to extra just to feel safe because I feel like that was my only way I could have felt safe. Like, OK, I'm leaving, you know, my sister's so and so because if not, then he would have went off on me or he, I don't know what the fuck would have happened. But yeah. I think men should- were you at his house? <clears throat> I said somewhere. I didn't say how. Oh, so I'm like, yeah, I mean, because the only, if you're not feeling safe, that means you're in someone's house. But if you're out with dinner, like, I don't understand how you would not feel safe. No, we were out at dinner at dinner. first and then we went somewhere okay. else after. Right. Okay. So, like, I, that's all I was saying. Like, the, anyway, but yeah. So, if you don't feel safe, like, girl, like, you don't need to be around that person, period. But my thing is, yeah, is like, I want to go. I feel like I don't like how he questions you. I feel like guys have been on so <laughs> many dates. I, no, she wasn't. Paulette, she did wasn't. I say that? Paulette, <laughs> did I say that? <laughs> I mean, like, I was just giving you benefit of the doubt. <laughs> like, like, I'm just saying. Paulette, like, did I say that? The listeners okay. are going to. We would not spread rumors <laughs> on this podcast. Okay. Actually, let me go ahead and ask y'all because <laughs> as Crystal said, this reminded me of something. So, like, what is y'all's? Because, Crystal, we know you were petty. So, but what? I feel In like the situation? Huh? In the situation. situation. Oh yeah, okay. So I know remember that tweet that's floating around right now. It's like, what's the the, the petties you've you've ever dubbed some, dubbed a date? Oh, oh yeah, a uh, dubbed. Oh yeah, that nigga had a book in his nose, so I I did. Uh-uh. After that, he didn't hear from me. <laughs> he did not hear from me. I was like, oh no way. <laughs> and it was. How's it being? What'd you say? Do? How did you do? It? Um. Well, luckily, it was already towards the end of the night. So I was like, uh, yeah, it was just like, all right, see you later. <laughs> the whole time he ain't feel it. Uh, man. And it's like, I didn't even, this, I was young though. So I didn't have the heart to just be like, you got, you got, <laughs> you have right Cause it wasn't just like, a, no, it wasn't like a one, two. It was like, you got to smash that motherfucker up out there. <laughs> oh God. Oh, I can't. I can't. I don't know. Nothing's coming to mind. Um, okay, so this was like a few years ago. There was this man that tried to talk to me or whatever, and like he was wanting to take me on a date. And I was like, I just wasn't ready. I just felt like we're rushing things. And so we had planned the date and everything. And like literally a few hours before the date, I was like, you know, honestly, something came up. I won't be able to go. Y'all, I ended up going on my girlfriend's and ran into him out. At oh the my gosh. And when I tell y'all, like, I didn't even know what to do. Like, I was stuck because I'm just like, dog, like, I easily told you something came up, a family emergency, and I'm here turning up, taking shots. I'm not serious. And yeah. I'm not going to think what else. I'm sure. Nothing's coming to mind. I don't know. Nobody's done anything. Maybe you haven't done that if it's not coming to mind. I'm sure you have. (laughs) Not everybody's like that. No, Jory is flake queen. I'm sure she flaked on somebody. Or like dubbed somebody just because like what? Oh, I mean... I mean, okay, I guess you could say I dubbed somebody, but not really. I just, 
he was just overly aggressive on trying to take me out to eat. And like, I wish I would have never agreed. And I agreed and I <laughs> went and I didn't have a really, I, like, I just was just like, you really forced, like begging me, like, when's your availability, availability. So the, like, I had to like force fit, like to go out to eat with him in my schedule. And when I went and I was just like, why, why did you make me force this? Because now like, I'm annoyed that you like inconvenienced me to have this meet up today why well, don't you want to fuck with you after that you stressed me out just to come here so i don't know maybe Ooh, this one's kind of petty too look okay i don't know what kind of message that i'm sending but um so we went out to the strip club but it was like we were just sitting there don't ask me to come out here we're just gonna sit here like what do we because i love the strip club like, i want to turn up throw money drink and he just was sitting there. So I started drinking and it's like, I look like I'm the drunk one and you just sitting there. We're not doing nothing. Dub. I'm not going out. What? I'm not doing this again. What the fuck am I no, here like, for? Any, any man, PSA, do not take any woman to the club and you're not throwing money. What are we doing? Like, what? Taking a woman to the club. Don't take me to the strip club if you're not putting money in my hands to throw. Please. To throw. Like, what? It was so stupid. I was like, this, that's, that was dub. Dub, 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 dub. No. Because that's so that's embarrassing. It is uh, like I was like, like, so you came here to stare at women? That's weird. <laughs> he wasn't even throwing money himself. <laughs> no, uh, neither was he drinking. So I'm like, <laughs> Ew, so he just what? went there just to be Thank there. You. You're a creep. <laughs> what? Speaking of going there just to be there, <laughs> actually, I feel that segue. Horrible segue. I'm not. I'm not one to victim shame. So we gonna dial it back and we gonna head in a different direction. Um. Okay, has anybody heard the T.I. and even though I know apparently some victims came out and recanted their statements, it is what it is. Um, the T.I. and Tiny rumors that came out, how do y'all feel about that? And I don't know what's going on. I, 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 People have come out and they allege that T.I. and Tiny have been drugging and raping women. Mm-hmm. By rape, I mean people being forced to have sex against their will. So uh-huh. how do you- I'm all for people coming out and saying what they've been through. And obviously people are quick to discredit. People should be able to say how they feel. But in a lot of these scenarios, these were consenting, willing women who wanted to have threesomes with T.I. and Tiny. And at some point down the line, in the mix of their threesomes, they took drugs and other things occurred. So I kind of just feel like you went from consenting to something down the line happening that you weren't cool with. So it's like, it's kind of confusing because it's like, Ooh, I don't want to say I, I don't want to say you put yourself in that situation, but some of these women were consenting and like a few down, a few things down down the line of them having sex with Ti and Tiny, like things like that started popping up, and it's just like you're more than welcome to like in that. Like some of these people said it happened on multiple occasions, and I'm like these are grown women who had came out, young people had come out too, but I'm just like I don't know, I've never been in that situation, so I'd be kind of confused sometimes. It was like when people go to something that they don't want and they're mm-hmm. free to leave because in our mm-hmm. situation they're like trapped in his house but i'm like these people you were driving and meeting them and going places <laughs> so it's like you cannot go you know but i mean no one come for me please i'm just saying how i feel <laughs> no, i feel you i mean but with oh, the, i mean I, I thought they were able to leave i don't know if about trapped in Ooh, R. R. Kelly? R. Kelly. yeah some of them women were trapped yeah really some, were some of them could leave but some of them were trapped all sure. of them could leave some of them just stayed like i thought he had like a dungeon leave he didn't have like a sex dungeon. I, child, I don't know. This hearsay. Let's let's not honestly yeah. low key. That's why it's really just. Yeah, let's, let's not do this. <laughs> just throw it allegedly on there. Just sprinkle it allegedly. <laughs> so I guess to answer the question, do I believe it? I don't know. That's my answer. I don't, okay, so what's the actual situation with him and that glam girl? And who is she? That okay, university girl. Who? And that's the thing. She claims that he had her on gunpoint. 
he held her at gunpoint and she even took a lie detector test saying that and it came out true you know even though there were no witnesses but i don't really think that she needs any she had the proof that he they asked her questions about if she was aware of like ti and tiny having like threesomes stuff like that all rang true but what's weird is that i guess they were friends for a long time i don't know what triggered this little fallout that they had but now she's the one organizing all the witnesses and all the victims and making either a documentary slash class act. Okay. Wait. It started off as a documentary, and I feel like she, I don't know if people were dragging her, but eventually she did come out and say that she was going to get a lawyer involved and they were going to take like the, an actual so legal route. What was the reason why he held her at gunpoint, though? See, and that's the thing. A lot of the, a lot of, do, do y'all know? Because a lot of it don't really make a lot it of sense. It doesn't make sense to me. And I don't like yeah. people like her because it's just like you were privy to all this information. And while you were cool with them, even despite the fact that he pulled a gun out on you, you never said anything. But now that you've had this type yeah. of falling out with him, now you want to come forward and you want to speak. I don't like people like that where it's like everything is cool, no problem. But as soon as we fall out, now you want to make an issue out of something, you want to broadcast something, you want to make a documentary, you want to have people also go against them. It's like if you fall out with somebody, everyone else doesn't have to fall out with them just as well as you. So it's like I don't even yeah. like how she's moving. And people have pretty much said that that girl is known to cut people she's crazy apparently she's been stalking uh tiny that's what got to be in the city said so i'm just like i don't know i don't trust it so i mean i just don't nothing's making sense so i really don't have much to speak on because when i read it and i try to make sense of it it doesn't make sense so i can't sit here and be like oh i believe this or i believe i just don't know i don't understand what's going on yeah the problem is even the dms that i thought were the most outlandish i think those people came out and was like oh they lied all the other stuff so i do feel like it has yeah because the thing is that's the problem when you open up to insta dms anybody can say anything so i think once she got a lawyer involved they're able to like filter through like what's real and what's fake Mm -hmm. i do believe something is happening but i agree with joy like the only thing that's weird to me is people who are coming out and being like yeah we were friends we saw this i'm like okay you need to be up under the jail too i don't understand why you get to be the hero in this situation you're nobody's hero for coming out after the fact talking and telling your stories like no one forced you to be in that situation. One of the girls come out and was like, oh yeah, I used to hang out with them and now I have neurological issues from all the drugs I took. Like, what? Like all the drugs you took, like you willingly took them, you know? And now that this is going on and y'all aren't cool anymore, you feel like you get to tell on them. No, you need to tell on yourself. Like I'm looking at you crazy too. Like you're not a victim. Like some of them not even victims, they just snitches. So y'all villains too. Not even snitches, you're just telling on yourself. Like. I- yeah, I don't want to say the word snitch, but I mean in a yeah. sense where it's like they're trying to align themselves. Yeah, like person when you actually were you're trying to relate. You're trying to relate, and your situation doesn't relate to what's going on because mm-hmm. you willingly did it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm I'm more so want to focus on the girls that like felt like they were forced into doing it and stuff like exactly. that. Exactly. I don't want anyone that just went down the dark hole themselves and came yeah. out of it. No, I don't want yeah. to see that. So you was there recruiting with them and doing all that with yeah, them? That, you were friends with them? What? Like, like, let me be real with y'all. Like, that's like when I, okay, so I'm not going to like go crazy when I say this, but like, I'm just saying like when I watched the R. Kelly documentary, I'm not going to lie. I felt like everyone in that documentary should have went to jail as well because y'all were yeah. a witness to all that nonsense. And that's why I was very upset with the documentary. I'm just like, dang, like y'all are going real hard on R. Kelly. Why are y'all not going hard on some of those, his workers and stuff that literally watched him do all that shit, but y'all, they get to be a hero in this situation. I'm confused. They're just as bad. So wow. that's just me. Basically, the Lamb University girl, she said that they was doing threesome to, excuse me, they were doing threesomes together, and I guess they got into it for whatever reason, and now she's coming out and 
exposing that he's been doing through some sort of bunch of people? No, I, I hmm. girl, I, it's I don't just know. like that's why I was so confused because it's like I refuse to read into it just because it's like it's just there's so many different stories and it's like yeah. where do you even start? Sounds like no NDAs were involved. Yeah, well, I don't know. It sounds like a few NDAs might have been involved, but mm. the thing is, it's, it's a lot of gray area because the story's changing and it's like you don't really know who to listen to. But from what I know as of now, the story is Ti and Tiny um have threesomes with people and a lot of women were maybe just oh come over to the hotel room to the after party allegedly it's after party and when they get there it's like drugs there and they're told that you have to take your pants off now you have to and sometimes girls would be passed out and they'd be like dragging them to in, to inside and outside the room some girl said she woke up with her pants off in between two two friends to a man and a woman who she didn't even know. So that means that after the shoot, she, um, T.I. and Tiny had slept with her, they passed her off to one of their friends. So, yeah. So it's pretty deep. Like, it's like they're trying to allege that he, he has, like, some kind of sex ring going on is yeah. what it sounds like. Yeah, when it comes to situations like that, I mean, I don't ever want to, like, deny or, you know, just automatically, basically, like, not believe a woman who comes out and says, like, this is my trauma, this is what I dealt with. But like somebody said, there's a lot of holes in the story. So I don't know. I guess I'll just wait for it to unfold. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. But what I do know is somebody called Tiny a garlic nut. And I can't understand this. <laughs> I don't get it. I'm not going to lie. Like, I've seen that a lot. And I don't, I, they don't, I don't, I don't get it. She's, well, I mean, if, yeah, if you, if you yeah, like, know. so I just didn't get it. <laughs> they be lying on her. Like, they call her a pit bull. I'm just like, can y'all actually, like, oh, chill? Okay. Garlic Knot was funny. Pitbull's a little OD. No, it's because she got blue eyes. That's why. Uh, <laughs> no, but okay. Another, speaking of someone so else is being dragged, um, I don't like <laughs> how they trying to drag uh, Michael Todd. Because oh, because of what that like the little sermon he had featuring the silhouette challenge. Yes, like, so, he just can't have anything. Let's just go ahead and just backtrack. So y'all might be familiar with the silhouette challenge or whatever. People have been coming out and doing it, and a lot of people have been coming out actually against the silhouette challenge as well, like saying that it's not of God. Women shouldn't be objectifying themselves, and we should be doing better and. We're sexualizing ourselves, this and that, da 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 da, and so it's been kind of turned into like this war. And I guess Michael Todd <laughs> didn't read the room. Well, he don't have to. He a pastor. He could he could talk, preach whatever he wants to, and he just ended up in the fire because they said that nobody with childbearing hips should be telling women what to do with their bodies. <sighs> so I felt like that was rude. <laughs> that was very rude. But I mean, I I've said chipsy men have childbearing hips. Paul says that all the time. All the time. Actually, that's so, why I'm like. Yes. But a whole pastor though, like, dang, does y'all just go does that excuse him? That doesn't like, excuse nobody. <laughs> y'all like him though? No, but I mean, cool. to be honest, I think you know he has some good sermons. Um, I'm not, I'm not gonna take away from his craft or whatever or his job. However, I just feel like that's just a subject that he shouldn't have touched on because I didn't listen to the sermon. I just read, and basically he was saying that the women who are doing the silhouette challenge, like women who are doing silhouette challenges. Should, pretty much shouldn't be doing it because it's like you're exposing your body before you're married or something like that. Well, and it's just like, and that's what I'm just like, I mean, and anybody can like chime in and correct me from, that's what I read. I didn't watch yeah. the sermon. But it's like, I just feel like one, 
I do feel like he does a lot to try to like be very current with his sermons. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes he does try to force, like he'll add a Drake lyric or he'll talk about like, you know, TikTok. Like he just talks about the current yeah. stuff that's going on. And it's just like, you don't have to stay in the net. Like you can just preach without, you know, trying yeah. to, which I, which I mean, he, he, he does have a specific audience, which is millennials, mm-hmm. a lot of his, okay. you know, so it's like, but at the same time, it's like, you don't always have to relate like, social media to your sermons and so i do feel like he is a little performative in that in that way mm-hmm. however he's a, he's an amazing preacher he is nonetheless he's an amazing preacher but i also feel like bro a silhouette challenge is not going to change nothing it's not going to change none of these niggas it's not going to make you less appeasable to a man it's not going to make you less appeasable to being a wife like so i just like i don't agree with that at all like why would you say something like that like if a niggas want to wants to wife you he gonna wife you no matter what the fuck you're doing on the internet no matter what the fuck you look like whatever so yeah like you I, know that, what the that, only I thing i got a line <laughs> oh, sorry, go ahead, Paulette. Oh, I was just saying, like, with the silhouette challenge, you don't have to take your clothes off. Like, you don't. You I was practicing today, really and I, silhouette cha- yeah, I have one. You panties. can do it real cute, real cute, with a little silk robe looking real good. Like, you yeah. don't have to take it off. But even if you do, you can edit it to where it's like you can't see your physical body. Like, that's true. But the only thing I did think about, and I did see a tweet, and I was like, you know what? Which, hey, everybody, it's just Nick checking in. Um, sorry, I'm a little late, but I'm on, yeah, a, she's on a date. So. Welcome oh, to the party, girl. I'm on a good level, so we good. Um, oh, the only the only tweet that I did see though that I was like, you know what? Okay, I can maybe see where they're coming from. Was, you better come like, with it, Nikki. Don't no, I'm it better not be on some picnic <laughs> shit, <laughs> right? Because I'm about to flame your ass. <laughs> Y'all might go me up still because Loki. I might think about his little picnic, but mm. but like, what if in the future you? <sighs> Or you get married to someone who's of importance. Like you see how like um Melania Trump, all her shit came back like to like in full fold for her whenever she like became the first lady. So I'm thinking about like the fact that like what if you like get into like this like position of power and all this stuff starts to come back, even though like no one's really physically seeing you, it's just still like risque. I feel oh, you. That was then. This no, is now. no, 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 no. Not even that. Look at Megan Good. She's married to a whole pastor. You've definitely seen her curves. You've definitely oh, seen, yeah. if not her boobs. She's You've definitely seen her way. body. She and then not only that, like but people you have, have but let's not but, act but, like people don't come for her on a daily basis. Right. She and just, we're she talking just, about her husband, though. We're talking but, about her husband, but, how her husband still, accepted. Like, he accepted. Still, like, he knows think who about she the is. type of stress she has to go through. But you knew who I was married. I get that. But think about the stress she has to go to from go through from other people having to answer these questions. She just wore like what two weeks, two three weeks ago. She just wore like a like a low cut V cut dress or whatever, Who and they were like, "Why are you fuck? dressing like this?" And you're married to a pastor, so it's like, why put yourself through more stress than what you actually have to go through? Bro, I don't care. Whoever I'm married to is not should not. I'm not gonna change my image just to tailor who I'm married to. Period. You knew who you you knew who I was before you got married. Everybody knew who Megan Good was since she was a kid. True. So you, uh, I'm not. No, I don't agree with that, and I don't. Okay, so then I want to turn that and around. I also feel like. Uh, hold on. I also feel like the back to the current event. The silhouette challenge has nothing to do with being married. It has nothing to do with appeasing a man. Okay. So then, so let me ask you this: Like, would you want to be with a man that showed his body all over the internet? Oh, in what way? If a nigga shirt off, his shirts off. Like what? If he has a nice body, shit. Man, like, I wish I took more pictures. See, like, I see what if, like, what if someone did a silhouette? Like, let's just say a man, not, not completely now, a silhouette challenge. But so let's see. And I don't like them. Uh, yes, I have. Let's just I don't say like that them. he like he showed like his whole like imprint of his dick. 
Like, would you want to, like, if I'm flagging the picture, but I'm not going to, like, not get married. To, I'm going to yeah. have all my people what? report it. Okay. But that has nothing to do with, like, if we get married, we get married. So to come back, I'm going to um, comment on what you had said. Crystal, you were saying, basically, I'm not changing myself to tailor myself to my husband's image. And I get what you're saying, but honestly, like, no matter what, like, when you meet, like, someone and, like, they're of importance, you're automatically going to want to tailor yourself just so you're not just so you're not tainting y'all's image together. It's not about his image. It's y'all's image. You know what I mean? Because okay. at the end – hold on. Because at the end of the day, when y'all become one, it's it's just an image. It's not, oh, his image, my image. It's our image. You know what I mean? But, like, I get it. You don't want to change yourself. But, like, with the silhouette challenge, like, it really just was supposed to be for fun. Now it's, like, <laughs> turning into, like – it's turning into, deep. like, oh, you are selling your soul. And it's, like, damn, yeah, like, can like, people just – it's the people that are taking it too far that are making silhouette challenge more than what it needs to be because like silhouette challenge to me is like it was supposed to be like really creative and then it turned into the most you know what i mean it like it's creative because that shit is hard to fucking make first of no, all let's yeah. start there because i was trying to do it and fail so let's start there yeah you definitely no. need a cameraman yeah, Bro. i was kind of confused because i have seen some of the more i would say raunchy or let me not say raunchy, but I mean, there have been some silhouette challenges that are pretty out there. You know? Yeah. But the majority I've seen are not. So that's why I was like, I'm really confused. What's the difference between a silhouette challenge, the busted challenge? What's so bad about what people are normally doing on Instagram? Like, this is not anything. We're not recreating a wheel here. People are just dancing with a red light in the back. Somebody literally on Instagram was like, even if you see the video, they look like they're in hell. I'm just like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Bro. Like, me personally, know. Me personally, I'm not about to sit here and post like that that silhouette challenge to like a TikTok page or my personal Instagram page. Like, it's really gonna be like something I do in private. But if people want to sit there and like do it, I, I'm not about to shame y'all for it. Like, have fun. We're I'm in a pandemic. Like, do what you gotta do. But like, just y'all, just leave leave people alone. Let people just do what they want to yeah. do. First of all, I don't even agree. Well, just before we move, I don't agree with what Paulette said. How she was just like, I mean, I get it. If he's if she's of importance, like you know, you guys are are he, you guys are have one, bro. You mean to tell me so? If Megan Good lands a role where she has to be topless, she she should or and she lands it's a three million dollar role. She has to. I don't think yeah, I, I'm gonna be honest. With you, not topless. Think, not let me not say okay. topless. Like like where it's like nudity. You know, movie nudity is not regular nudity. So no. who tells you that? No, 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 no. Like, no. If it's rated R for nudity, not, mm. most of the time it's not. They're not really sure. I mean, but even then, no. Like, I'm sorry, Megan. You chose to marry who you chose to marry, and you already know the type of morals that he has. So, like, you would actually, you shouldn't be going after roles like that. Like, like you shouldn't even yeah. put yourself in that position to where you would have to choose between money. And you know, in your marriage, I'm not about to. Don't the thing no is, sense. it's not even about that. Like, I just don't want to do any, like, vice versa. I don't want to do anything that's gonna make my husband uncomfortable, and I don't want my husband doing anything that's gonna make me uncomfortable. And if, if money is the reason why you're gonna make me uncomfortable, then I don't want it. Because it's not even day, like, money, bro. Like, that's her craft. Like, it I get easy. it, but like, let's say that, let's say that she's okay. She 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 has a role where she's kissing another girl. But she under no. like for example, but she under see yeah crystals. Why she, can't she have multiple yeah. crafts? But the thing like, is, why does it have to be that? That's oh. the craft that she we know her for. On. What you mean? Hold on, she's an actress. But I'm just saying, like she's the she's an actress, right? But yeah. she's not probably gonna take those risky roles anymore because she is married to a pastor now. Like it just doesn't make sense anymore. It like, does make. It sense. I mean, she, it, it, she's it, past that era of her career, is what I'm saying. 
And yet we have people like Nikki who was complaining about what she had on last week. So it's like, does it ever change at the end of the day? Whoa, 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 whoa. I did not have that issue. I actually saw it being an issue. I didn't. It's a V cut, whatever. I don't have an issue with that. But I'm saying people are going to complain about those things. Why are they tripping? Like, it's the exact same thing. It's the exact same thing for like. Yeah, it's not even just that. It's just like. Just Even like these people making OnlyFans that really have no business making OnlyFans, you're looking at them kind of sideways. It's like, why are you making OnlyFans? And you're like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, but only, okay, see, no, because there's nothing wrong with people having OnlyFans and like they're doing cool stuff with it. Not everything's always about sex. Like some people are it's selling. It's not even a, but the thing is cooking classes, all that but stuff. But I would not expect a pastor to get on there. That's a thing. You wait, why? why? Wait, no. why, why? Because not all, all money isn't good money. But what if they're preaching all, and people are it like, donating? Okay, Why would you put tripping. it on a sex platform? Like that's not a sex platform. It's not a sex. It was turned into a sex platform. No, it was turned okay, into a sex platform. Whatever, and whatever that's how it, was, it got public. Before it, it, it didn't start off. Whatever platform. it was started as and what it is now. Let's go with what it is. Now. But it's not a sex platform. It's it not. Like, it is like a pastor making videos to put on Pornhub. Why Nikki, would they do that? That's not fair. Because what if okay. all of a sudden, what if a sudden, all of a sudden, people start doing podcasts and start talking about sex, and all of a sudden, y'all do y'all sex is associated no, with podcasts. It's not no, fair. No, no. no and Nikki's the same. A whole different podcast is a whole different platform. You can talk about whatever you want on a podcast, and I'm you can porn- do that on OnlyFans as well. Okay. Have you been on OnlyFans? <laughs> Have you subscribed to some OnlyFans? Yeah. Okay, to play devil's advocate, I see what Nikki's saying. I think it'd be different if the if the pastor had already had like a thing on OnlyFans. But as of now, my pastor can't hop on OnlyFans and ask Thank me to hop on OnlyFans and subscribe to see your <laughs> sermon. That's not what's gonna happen. There's too many other platforms you can utilize. You can get on uh, what's that thing called? You can get on Patreon. You can get on uh, YouTube. Make, do some get on Clubhouse because they charge it out. Do something else, but you're not gonna direct me to OnlyFans to watch a sermon and to y'all watch a sermon, sermon. Y'all like make it make y'all know that's a lot. <laughs> Thank you. Like if you're if you no got gonna up, watch got, a sermon on Clubhouse, that's not what we were. No, but I mean, that's not no, even the original exactly. argument was <laughs> tailoring <laughs> how this is going round and round because the original argument that I Thank personally don't, we can agree to disagree, but I don't feel like you should have to tailor certain things to you know whatever and even then that's off the subject because we're talking about michael todd and the fucking silhouette challenge yeah. so i i still stand by what i disagree with him the statements that he made regarding that silhouette challenge it's a fun thing let people have fun and if, i'm like motherfuckers be creating think pieces off of random shit like let it just let it be just like people were talking about chloe bailey and her shit like bro all she's doing is posting like and then now all of a sudden it's a think piece like i don't know i don't know if y'all want to move into that but <laughs> <Now>. <laughs> Chloe, I feel like <laughs> no. That's what we know. Before you even start anything, this is a Chloe Bailey stand account. I'll say that okay. right now. Y'all not about to come for my good sister. I'm just... not about to come for her. Okay, okay. go ahead. Go ahead. She's clearly on a mission. She's on a mission. I'll be honest. I feel like you know how like all of a sudden you go to somebody's page and you could tell they just broke up with somebody and they're like, oh, you gonna see? Oh, you gonna see? I'm lit. Oh, you gonna? I feel like. That's the vibe I'm getting from her. Like, y'all gonna see I'm lit, okay? I've been quiet. I haven't been able to post. I haven't been able to have my own page. Now I can finally get to do what I want to do. So I feel like she's actually having fun doing her and not giving a fuck what nobody says and just showing her ass. And the girl is, like, in her early 20s. So I'm just like, let her live. Even if it comes yeah. off a little thotty, who cares? Like... But I yeah, and this I is mean, where I don't agree because it's like it's like because she's been I guess reserved because she would be what we consider reserved because we really thinking about it like 
first of all, on their album, they was definitely talking about fuck niggas. So there's that. And then when they performed a song on their album, she was definitely freaking at pole. So about that. But her and Mulatto are the same age. So now why is it a problem when she does it, but not when Mulatto does it? I Let's think because people that. just like to associate you and keep you what they know you to be. But I watch... Yeah, they never um, want to see you... Yeah, they don't want to see you evolve. Like, I watch Grownish, so I kind of, like... I don't get, like, the reserve vibes that people get from her before she... Her and her sister yeah. on the show, because it's, like, them being in college. And then on top of that, she's been sharing a whole Instagram with her sister. Like, everyone yeah. wants to be able to express themselves in their own way. And I don't feel like anything that she's doing is wrong. Like, she's just enjoying herself. Like, and people just want to find any reason, because, like, no one ever really attacked Meg like that. And she used to stay twerking on the gram. You know what I mean? So I'm just like, they pick it... People pick and choose who they want to, like create think pieces off of and it's getting exactly. tired go to sleep people was getting mad that they crying you know what crying. it is i think that people just don't like change so like when you come out as a certain type of personality and this is a, like the way that you're going you know what i'm saying because like think about it like if ariana grande like comes out and like body yaddy 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 if Meg Thee was to become a pastor you know like you just look at them and you're kind of like remember okay, so what's, girls gone bad era? Yeah, or remember Christina Milian and when she created Dip It Low we all were confused like where did this kind of girl come from because like she that used song, to be though. like a AM to PM type girl and then she yeah so it's just like I think that that's all that, that really is because you gotta think about Chloe and Hallie like what kind of crowd they had you know what I'm saying it's not like a very sexualized crowd like it was their music was kind of tuned like for like older teenagers young adults so now to go into like you know bust it bust it like if she's over here twerking it's just kind of like okay so what audience are you trying to appeal to now who care oh my I don't, the, the no, same no, audience no. she's doing what everybody else is doing her age she so it's like a, i don't think she's trying she to create a challenge yeah like and I, again she's doing what everybody's doing her age i just don't like what people are saying that like now there's an agenda for her to become a bad girl but it's just like bro like if she wants to have like shit i don't do you all have never seen me twerking on the internet but i wanted to do the busted challenge i was just like i just think it's like sometimes you just come across and you just want to okay. have fun it's the exact same thing like what oh, what's the, what's her name angela oh. <laughs> Paulette, don't piss me off what's her name angela Paulette. whatever run whatever his the angela Paulette. simmons angela simmons, simmons. simmons. Whatever she played this good girl image for how long? And when she had a baby at a wedlock, y'all our mouths dropped to the floor because she kept trying to say she was a virgin. You're, yeah, that's right. why. Okay. It's not because of, it's not because of what you're saying. We all yeah. watched the same show. And we all were confused. <laughs> okay, so, so I'm just saying, like, so when people come out of like a different personality than what you expected them to be, it's just kind of like I don't have an issue with what Chloe is doing but personally. Time, I don't think I don't think she's really doing very much. Whatever she's doing is clearly working. Because if you think about it, even if motherfuckers have not stopped talking about her, no shade, but nobody was worried about her before then. You know what I mean? Like she was not making blogs. She was people are not checking on her. See what she's doing now. They're she's constantly there. (laughs) Don't be disrespectful. Like, they were there. Oh, no, no, Beyonce's protege. Me, okay, I didn't see Can we be honest? I'm going to be real with y'all. Yeah, I'm going to be real with y'all. Like, just just because I didn't know them is not me putting them down. I didn't really know them. Like, I'm going to be real. I listened to the whole album, so. I didn't see, no. They did not have a following for me, so. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I never really listened to them. I never listened to their music, but I watched them on their show. 
But it wasn't until, like, as they started doing performances, you would always see Chloe doing her moves a little bit more harder than her sister. And people started talking about her. People were like, oh, damn, this song by them jams. And so, like, I went and listened to the album. I think there's maybe, like, two that I kind of like the rest, whatever. So I don't really listen to them. But I found two songs on the album that I kind of vibe with. And I like them. So I'm just like, they can do whatever they want to do. No, yeah. But what I was trying to say is, like, apparently, because if you even, com- not, I hate to be the one to compare followers, you know what I mean? But, like, she has twice as many f- followers as Hallie, and Hallie's a freaking Disney princess, you know what I mean? Oh, my God, Hallie's Uh-oh. in her bag. I mean, so at the same time, a lot of times, unfortunately, sex does sell. And so someone even brought up to the point where it's like, black women are so over-sexualized, hypersensitized, and all the other stuff. And as soon as we tap into that and tap into that market and who we are, all of a sudden, it's the issue. It's just like, at the end of the day, if Chloe wasn't making all these pictures, y'all wouldn't even care what she was doing. Y'all only care because she's doing this. But if she yeah. did not, y'all wouldn't care if she was eating dog. She's neat. I have one little question because, like, I like Michelle. You had said it something earlier. People are paying for Clubhouse. Like, how does that work? Yeah, people are charging for the invites, right? They're about to start monetizing, so there's going to be a way where people can set up rooms on Clubhouse and charge. Mm-hmm. So a lot know. of a lot they want of me to delete that. Microsoft is going to start moving in like a lot of big companies what? are going to be able to start basically we're paying for TED Talks it, no that's what it's I mean that's what Clubhouse low key is literally what it is as long as we don't have any rooms like why are black women evil I'm tired tired <laughs> <laughs> keep getting attacked on Clubhouse for the, just to get people into rooms I'm tired for the diaspora no, wars Africans versus oh, Africans like, oh, oh my no. god no, I actually was in a clubhouse on Friday for like almost three hours and like it was um do you want to learn Ebo like you know so basically how it works is you come in and like you choose English or Ebo if you choose English you have to answer in Ebo if they ask you the question in English you have to answer in Ebo and if you choose Ebo they'll ask you the question in Ebo you answer in English and then after you have to answer two uncomfortable questions and when I tell you uncomfortable y'all it was uncomfortable. Even got to a point where this one girl was like, what was the question? okay, one of y'all, the question was, okay, um, after they answered, like, whatever, whatever would they ask, right? He was like, okay, choose one girl in this chat room and oh. basically, <laughs> basically holler at them. And, like, who, who, who would you take on a date and where? Do you in another what? language or just? No, no. Wow. They, they can answer in English. And so, y'all, why did this man say and this man described my Abby and I was like what's going on here I left I was like nope <laughs> nope we're not doing that and honestly Clubhouse is low-key starting to get a little risky I'm confused what I've been in a room like that before where like they, they call people up to the stage and they yeah. may like, answer risque questions or ask mm-hmm. someone to let them and I'm like it's actually funny because you would be on there capping yeah even like this girl kept sending me the thing to join to be a speaker i'm like i don't want to talk i don't want to talk i don't want to talk the worst room i was in was one where it was like there's a stage that to pick if you're like a baddie or not i don't know why girls are signing for that and they'd be like no she's not a baddie she can leave and they said i'm like why would you do this why rude are you signing up for men to judge you that's really what it is step Mm -hmm. on the stage and we'll judge if you bad or not and if you if you bad and you get money you got me fucked up because you're making that decision off of one photo thank you (laughs) which i don't even look like that photo but go off y'all not hear what that one guy did to tori today man why you shoot megan i didn't i, I didn't hear it what did tori say nothing like everyone started going off in the chat like, like oh out, my god oh my gosh why would he say that kick him out answer what? wait tori lane's was in there ask. yeah so tori it was tori lane's like clubhouse and this guy was this guy also came <laughs> up like why you shoot megan <laughs> 
I feel him though. Like someone wants to know, is this true or not? Shit. I mean, the people need answers. This is facts. <laughs> like, so now so people are screen recording clubhouses. And just, I just, I think that's oh, I've always thought that's whack. Very wack. Yeah, that's very wack. You do that. But, huh? Mm-hmm. Anyways, Jack. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Okay. Clubhouse does not have that much power. It better not. <laughs> but speaking of, there is something that I did want to talk about, and I feel like it's been a long time coming because we are a podcast of many different shades. And the buzzword hot topic that everyone's just been talking about lately or trying not to talk about lately is colorism. And so just so you can understand what colorism is because a lot of people go back and forth on the actual definition. Colorism is actually the act of when somebody who is of a darker skin tone is made to feel like they're not good enough or passed over or overlooked to or not preferred when compared to their lighter counterparts. And it exists not only in the African-American community, it exists across all ethnicities. So I guess my question to y'all would be, what... What is y'all's experience with colorism? Girl, I feel like, first of all, I am a darker-skinned woman. And I'm African, but darker-skinned at that. And I feel like it's, it's it's been, since I was a kid, like, what folks used to talk about me being dark, the color of my skin, like how, I don't know, it's always been, like, a thing up until probably, even in college, honestly, even in college, people, like, I've, I can recount how many times, like, somebody has said something about it. So... I mean, shit, now it's not a thing because I feel like now dark skins are like at the forefront and they, I don't want to say the end thing, but dark skins are more preferred to the public as what that's what it seems. So, but yeah, I think it's just been, I don't know, it's just been a thing like forever. Yeah. Let me call you I, chocolate, dark chocolate, mm, whack. I, I, shit now. I would have to agree with Crystal. Like growing up, that was probably like the worst years for me whenever it did come to the color of my skin. Because being like an extremely dark skinned woman, you would see your friends and like guys would be attracted to them. Mm-hmm. And you wouldn't even get like any type of attention just solely based off the color of your skin. Like being like called dark as shit, being called almost purple, you know, it's just like, there's a lot of things that like people come up with to like try to degrade you and things like that. Yeah. Just based off the color of your skin. But it wasn't probably until mid college years that I finally like started to accept like, the color of my skin and be like comfortable with it and things like that and now like i'm proud of shit like you can't girl you, you can't, can't tell, tell me, me nothing, nothing yo. about my skin like nathan yo listen because yeah. i know i got I, it's also all about confidence like that confidence didn't come for a while i'm not gonna lie mm-hmm. like probably like you said until i was in in college and he, yeah and even then it was kind of just like i was very reserved yeah. yeah no probably still college definitely still college like high school i didn't really have any issues like that it was just when i was younger so when i got to college i kind of was like oh people think i'm pretty like this is crazy mm-hmm. so yeah i know right like um colorism um okay so sometimes in the workplace like I remember um I used to like you know work with like you know um a light-skinned girl and we work with a whole bunch of white people and sometimes like she would team up with the white people you know how like some white people like they like congregate together and try to like you know pin stuff against you like she would be on their side I'm just like what's going on here like what's what's going we're supposed we're supposed to be allies what's going on why are you choosing why are you choosing to back them up and then you're not backing your fellow 
your fellow, like, you know, darker skinned girls up. Like, you siding with the Beckys. It's just weird. It was so weird. I remember we used to talk about that at work all the time. And they used to talk about colorism. Just like, it's so crazy how, like, they used to say, like, it's, like, sad because, like, we're all different shades. And it seems like sometimes, like, the fair skinned women will, like, team up with the white women and not with their own. It was really, it was crazy. It was actually crazy watching it play out in my eyes. So, that was my experience. She's whack for that. Um, I guess in my experience, like, when I think about, like, um, before I got into high school, like, I went to school where literally in the grade that I was in, 10 black people. So I was at a majority all-white school. And so, like, for the longest mm-hmm. time, like, you would think the 10 of us would just congregate together. No, them black boys was only checking for them white girls. Okay, so it's like, from elementary all the way up to middle school, it wasn't until I changed schools where even then, like, blacks weren't the majority, but it was, like, more multicultural people there. Like, things changed from me and I'm just like I would like I don't recommend sending your kids to all white schools just I don't either like they miss out on so many things I'm just like bro mm-hmm. like you just miss, miss out on so many things and I definitely feel like that was some of the things that me and my friends from that school talked about a lot like damn like they don't even be checking for us they only worry about these white girls and it's just like they act like they're better than you they were like oh yeah we got these five black boys here but they only check for us white girls so they used to really just feel themselves and i'm just like girl oh my god so in. you know and it's just kind of touching on that i've never like a lot of the times it wasn't even just name calling or wasn't even just like making fun it was just basically making you feel like the outsider because you yeah. weren't of, like that's mainly what it, it was it wasn't yeah. never like oh i feel like you're the blackest person in the world it was always just like you're not you're not, not including yes it was yes. very non-inclusive so that was just like mm-mm. and so yeah I, it's so crazy that you even said that joy because like my uncle came up he was like came up to me he was like my daughter only has white friends he was like and i'm trying to get her out of that and i was just like and he was and not to no shade he was just like i mean he was like i just kind of want her to be exposed a little bit more to like you know her kind because he's like when you grow up you realize like how much of the ops white people really are no shade to the white people that listen but they are so and it's black history month so i dare y'all but anyways um yeah you really realize like you really need to stick together like and i and i told him i was just like look i was like honestly i was like if if you really really want to do that so i would pull her out of this because she's in private school i was like i would pull her out of that Mm. school i was like if you're not willing to do that push hbcu for her and i was like that's what i feel Mm. like you should do like because also growing up like hbcus weren't pushed either so i just feel like if you want her to kind of get out of this comfort zone to where it's like she all she does not have one black friend and she's a t like she's a senior in high school or like a junior in Mm. high school i was like you really should probably push hbc and i was like if you want me to talk to her any of my my sisters i was just like don't let nobody get in your head and be like oh don't send her to hbc i was like send her to hbcu because i was like the things that you know that i wish i would have like had growing up is kind of just like if i, I it would have happened if i was exposed to like more african-americans because just like jory i was probably one of 10 in my my elementary even like so it's like it wasn't until like i came to like a, a predominantly black it, like institution like with high school and stuff it wasn't like that's when I started noticing like dang I've been missing out on a lot honestly so but not even just that I agree with Crystal because it's so crazy so my little sister she goes to Howard University and she has been wanting to go there since she was in ninth grade like she has like she's since ninth grade she has said I'm going to HBCU and I really do feel like we have to push that more on our children because they really don't know about these type of yeah. things. And I see the type of conversations that her and her friends have. I'm just like, what? Like I would never have like these quote unquote woke conversations mm-hmm. with people in college because they just wouldn't get it. But it's the fact that you're going to school with people of the same likeness, it makes a big difference. But I did want to touch base real quick. Cause I, I, I feel like we make it seem like it's outsiders that try to make us seem like we're not a part of, but I realized like I have even had like friends in the past that have unknowingly 
been very colorist. Ooh, ooh. Like, oh. even just like, oh, we're going to the club. But, oh my gosh. but we only want like, I'm going to go to the club with these type of people. And you look at the, the group of girls that she's going with and it's just yes. like nothing but light skin. Clear difference. You're like. And you're just like, or even if they invite you, they still make you feel like you're not supposed to be there. And oh my, that, oh, that probably hurt more crazy. than outsiders. Yeah. You know, no, I remember it, one time um, I went out and like, basically this girl cape for all the yellow bones and let the dark skin girls at the dough, y'all. Like, I, I kid you not, I'm not lying to y'all. And literally, I was flabbergasted. I was like, did this, what? Are we like the, how did all the yellow girls get in and we're here? Like, and they didn't come back for us. They did not come back for us. And it's just crazy. <laughs> it's like, I don't, I, it's, it's like, I, I have never had that experience with like being outside of a club or being at a club. And to be honest, you don't really hear of that shit nowadays, but it's so crazy because like not that long ago, I heard of like Tao in LA there, they got exposed for only letting like fair skin and, and white girls into their shit. And it's just like, bro, like I walk around all these white bitches in circles, honestly, but that's the conversation for another day. But yeah. the thing well, we have to realize it's not just white women. Like yeah, it's, it's women us. of color. You mean that's crazy? I hate using the word piggyback. I do too, but it's like oh it'd be the perfect gosh. fitting piggyback. Like what Nikki was saying about the I'm like, wow, this this is lucky even a clubhouse topic. Clubhouse. <laughs> yeah, no. But to PB what Nikki was saying um about how it's time to really be your be your friends. Like for me, my first experience with colorism. I guess people of lighter skin cannot experience colorism. I don't mm-hmm. perceive myself to be a light-skinned person, but apparently there's such a thing as brown skin privilege. So I will speak to the fact that I understand that my experience with colorism is probably not the same as someone who has a darker skin tone than me. You know what I mean? So I don't want to speak and be in that space. I just want to put that disclaimer out there for the sake of politically correctness. But I will say that when I did grow up, I did have, like, some of my friends were a lot lighter than me. Right. And so um, I didn't realize that that was a thing until she was she used to always brag about how light she was. And I used to always be like, girl, like, it's OK. Like, she's like, yeah, I'm so light. All the guys like me. I'm light skinned. Da, 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 da. And I was like, girl, is this a thing? And then so, finally, somebody came and was like, oh, yeah, she says that she feels like targeted because um, all y'all don't people girls be hating on her because she's light skinned and this and that. Da, 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 da. And I really was just like, oh, so it's so like it's not even a thing where you don't think that people darkening you are good enough. You literally just think you're better than somebody because you're light. And it's like, who tells you that? Because niggas. It's really niggas. Yeah, it's niggas. Because the fact that it's like, okay, we're your friends and you want us to, to feel bad because we're not as light as you. And what does that have to do with anything? Because you're bad built and you're sloppy. So. And like, uh-huh. that's, oh no, but only reason why, like, I have to agree with you. Did she lie? Even to the point where, like, people are big upping um, girls, right? And, like, those girls are then acting that way towards their friend. And then you have a friend trying to bleach their skin. Like, that shit, like, it has, like, an adverse effect. Like, you can't, people don't understand, like, how powerful their words are to some people in their lives. And, like, I've actually been a witness to uh, people that are dark-skinned. They start bleaching and they look totally different within a year or two. And it's like, you didn't even have to do that if you just would have accepted yourself. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. ooh, but Paulette, I'm not even gonna let you slide without um, bringing up how, like, just being African or Afro Caribbean, yeah. like, bleaching is a big thing in the community. Ooh. Like, you know what? what I mean? Like, a lot of people, like, yeah. bleaching is a big thing in the African community. So it's like, it's so crazy because it's like sometimes I think it may be instilled in, like, yeah, our parents are, you know, because, like, 
lighter skin is better because it's like a lot of people are like oh well you know I'm trying, I don't want to be darker I don't want to do this I don't want it's just like I don't I hate that it's instilled in our cook because if you really think about it like darker black skin women are darker sorry darker skin women black women are the blueprint you know what I mean like they came mm-hmm. first so it's just like it's yep. sad that like you have to feel that your skin had to be altered in order for you to feel pretty or in order for you to feel accepted but it's like that's what's being pushed in the African community I don't know about so much yep. now but like for sure like with our parents age like the the older generation for sure and that's what sucks because it's like bro like what I feel like that can kind of like sort of adversely affect how you raise your children you know what I mean like because I don't know bro I don't know bro. no I agree oh sorry no, I do agree because, you know, it's so crazy because, like, it'd be my mom that i come home, like, crying to, like, when I was younger, like, after I got made fun of for the color of my skin. And my mom, she was a fairer-skinned person, you know? She was a, a lot lighter-skinned than me. But it's so crazy because she had to deal with the exact same things growing up in Louisiana. Like, she had to deal with that coming from girls that were Creole, you know, girls that were light-skinned with the blue eyes or gray eyes. And it's crazy because, like, my mom is, like, lighter skin, but she has brown eyes, dark hair. So it's just crazy how you can have colorism in absolutely any culture. And I always wondered, like, where did it come from? Because we can't just say it's niggas. Like, we just can't say it's men. Mm -hmm. We have to, like, really go back and see, like, why do we feel like fairer skin is more superior? Yeah. Well, it goes back to the slavery day. It goes back to slavery because like, if you, first of all, like, if you were in the lights, if you were fair skinned, you're considered, you were considered a house nigga. You were in the house, which is a, which was a privilege back in the day. You weren't in the field work and you get yeah. to be in the house with the white people. But you also think about it. Like, that's how I feel like that's how lighter skin came about, like came about because like a lot of them were getting um, raped by white. A lot of women were getting raped by like white men and they would have fair skinned kids. And you know, that's how like the whole trickle down effect happened. But that's what the whole like superiority came from is because you were in the house with the, with the white people. So it's like your superior, or you're you know you're not you're not as hard like blacker skin your skin's already dark you're gonna stay in and get your skin darker and work outside in the fields picking cotton so that's where it comes down it mm. comes from but it's so it's sad that like now this is what we're st- i feel like this is what like the white man literally placed in our community for us to like tear each other down and it's just like because even at one point the black people thought that they were superior because you're working in the house i'm not a field nigga so it's like it's just sad that like this is what's being placed in our community and it still to this day affects us like that's ugh, jesus yeah no, oh my god! But I feel like it's still it's still here because at the end of the day, like we've seen it time and time again, yeah. and it's just like people who have darker skin are discriminated are discriminated against just for the simple fact that other people who are lighter feel inferior, and so it's just like that mentality hasn't left, and that's why colorism is never going to go anywhere because we still have people who are black who are lighter skin, people who are multiracial who feel like oh I'm lighter, I don't associate myself because there are some people who are multiracial or very light who disassociate themselves as even being black altogether, and they take whatever pillars that privilege that that comes with that it's like when people can't acknowledge the privilege that they get from being lighter or being multiracial and they act as if yeah. how we feel is an and we're making it up and it's not really true they also are discriminated i feel like it's never going to go away until like us yeah. ourselves address it the exactly. going to do whatever yeah. they want but it's really going to be dealing with the black community to change that because a lot yeah. of people are now trying to come out with the whole reverse colorism narrative where people are saying, well, when I was younger, uh, I got picked on for being light-skinned. It's just like, and honestly, it's kind of like, oh, okay, come on, boo-hoo. When I was like, younger, everyone thought I was so... Pr- like, listen to yourself. You even sound dumb telling this story. People used to yeah. pick up on me, da 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 It's like, that's not colorism. That's not colorism. And the fact that if you, as a light-skinned person, if you cannot identify or acknowledge, like Jory said, the colorism even exists, it's not going to go nowhere because... 
you of course you're going to continue to benefit from that privilege and until you you sit there and be like okay no she can't get in i can't get in if uh if you can't talk to her like that if you're gonna talk to her like that then i can't fuck with you until you start saying things like that it's not gonna go nowhere but the problem is people who have that privilege they want to continue that privilege. So instead, like Chris, uh, Nikki said, instead of bigging up your brown skin girls, you'll be like, okay, well, you know what? Honestly, I may not have a, a better chance of getting in with, with her since she's dark skin. So I'm going to think I'm going to link up with someone of lighter skin. And that's where you see them friend groups who everybody in the friend group is light skin. And it's like, this is intentional. It's not, it's mm-hmm. not accidental. No one's dumb. How everybody yeah. in your whole group light skin? Well, Michelle, I was going to ask you because you just said that if you feel like you feel like if you're light skin, you can't experience colorism. So I was going to ask, like, do you think that well, because you can't say that, do you feel like when people make comments like because I had this conversation with the other, the other day with a guy and he was saying that if we had this exact conversation. He was just saying, like, colorism exists towards light skins as well. And he was a fair skin guy, but he was saying the reason is because like now, like people associate light-skinned men with being fragile or being emotional and then light-skinned women with, like, having no emotions, being careless, whatever. Like, being light-skinned is not favorable now because of the, you know, because... But, and it came out of colorism because, like, people tried to, like, up dark-skinned people so much, so now they're putting down dark... Sorry, they're, now they're putting down light-skinned people. So do you feel like, you know, can you see how, like... What's your opinion on that? Okay, so for one, I'm going to answer that question by first because... Let me just, I'm just going to go ahead and read the definition of what actual colorism is so that we all be on the same page. So it says prejudice or discrimination against individuals with a dark skin tone, typically among people of the same ethnic and racial group. That okay. the definition alone, that cancels light skinned people be, from being able to experience, experience it. it. Second yeah. of all, regardless if I don't prefer you, you cannot deny the privilege that you have being a light skinned person. I'm sorry, me not yeah. being attracted to you, that's not colorism. Yeah. That's not. That's you know just what I mean? I'm not attracted at the end to you. Of the day, yeah, because at the end of the day, you're. You, your proximity to whiteness affords you a lot of benefits. Very even, much so. You know, even think about Barack Obama. I'll be honest, if Barack Obama was not light-skinned, if he did not, if he wasn't passable, if he wasn't able to, to the point people was even sure if he would probably black, would be harder. It would probably be harder for him to get president, <laughs> I, for sure. You think a dark-skinned and been the president of the United States of America? Or no. vice president. So, I don't feel like... you. I, 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 Crystal, you, you, your friend said that we're we're upping black people, darker people, so much that now, now that they're feeling put down, and I, I I don't feel like it's that. I feel like they do have their own issues in being lighter skin, but I don't feel like it's colorism issues. I read a book, mm-hmm. uh, autobiography by Elaine Weltworth called More Than Enough, and she is multiracial. She's half black and she's half white. And in her book, she talks about how she has her own struggles. And it wasn't necessarily colorism because she wasn't discriminated because she was lighter skin, but she had issues with people in the black community who refused to accept her as being a black woman. I feel like people who are lighter skin really multi multiracial people because people try to question their black heart i feel like you do have there is issue where people will question you say you're not black even though you are and that's who you would like to identify and people push it on you but i don't feel like what they experience is any comparison to colorism and jesse williams the actor has come out and he said he goes i have had my problems as being a multiracial man he's like but they're nothing compared to what my darker brothers have experienced the same thing with zendaya she came out she goes i don't understand why i am the poster child for what people in what hollywood feels like a black person should look like she's like i'm not he was like so we need to expand and show people what a black woman really is Mm -hmm. and i should not be the poster child for and i feel like i don't want to negate that they don't have issues in being lighter skin and that they have issues with other black people but i don't think it compares in any capacity to colorism at all like it extends to whites everyone else you know what i mean like it goes farther Mm -hmm. than just the black community i don't feel like they have those issues 
really so much outside of the black community. So I don't yeah, feel like it's I was I was watching a movie with someone and like they basically pointed out they're like, have you just noticed in like especially like, you know, in um entertainment industry, they're like, if like a woman struggling especially of color they have to be extremely dark skinned and then like if Girl. a woman do it very well she's fair skinned and I'm like you know and I never really like paid attention but as of lately I've been paying attention and y'all like it's a big problem. It's a big it's problem. Ex- Even like, when they pointed what? out how, like, when they're associating darker women with struggle, it's like she, hey. her hair. They change her hair to where it's hey. like it's, it has to be four C. It like looks crazy. It has to be four C. Like it's like what's going like, on? And it's, <laughs> she said, "I'm fucking." <laughs> no, I'm just saying. No, but like, how to get away with murder? Every, Every time, time she was going through it, she took her braid, her wig off. Her, like, why? Her why did it have to result to that? Like, like, this is true. And I was even gonna. Uh, talk about that about how like it affects children because even I don't know if you remember that Winx Winx um the Winx show there was an episode where one of the girls she she had got her hair done straightened it and then it poofed up into like an afro and she was like oh my gosh I'm so ugly no one's gonna like me and that really was a narrative that she became ugly because I'm like because she has an afro now because her hair is not straight like what message is he sending to kids and one girl was like um somebody said that her daughter like that offended her because she was like that's how her her hair is so what do you teach somebody who that's their natural curl pattern when you have somebody who looks like her who when her hair is not straightened because water touched it and it frizzes up into a fro she's ugly and she feels embarrassed or you see shows that even Dumbo the Disney Channel when they um, the crows were supposed to be like, or they were black. They had pimp hats. And they were speaking in like um, Ave, or even like if you look at uh, Mufasa, I mean, Mufasa Lion King, usually he's darker. Disney characters, mm-hmm. they would, even though Mufasa was voiced by, um, I don't know, uh, what's his that name? That one guy, that one famous actor. Like America, yeah. Still, at the end of the day, yeah. you see it too many times where when somebody's supposed to be a villain, they have to portray them as darker. Look at yeah. Ursula and Hermit. There was no reason for her to be purple. Like, that was so random. But they had Oh my to, gosh, uh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, it's so many, it's, it's just, if you go through Disney and you, you just really look at the villains and compare them to the, um, protagonist yeah colorism is so clear and it's no matter where you turn like you said even like in shows usually um the like even in proud family oh uh the growth systems were great no but not even that penny proud and la cienega are supposed to be like oh they're cute fancy but then you see uh sticky and janae ghetto yeah with blonde hair and all this other stuff she's dark skin it's like you keep seeing that where it's like okay so who are what are people supposed to think about mm-hmm. people of darker skin tones where everywhere they look is being reinforced the whole narrative that they're less than or they're not good enough or white is better, lighter is brighter is better. You know. No, that's actually real. Cause I watched something the other day, like a movie, it was like a black movie and like the little girl, her hair wasn't done. And her dad was like, oh, you look a mess. Like, let me fix it. And I'm like, her hair actually looked fine. And I'm just like, I feel like a lot of that also starts at home too. Cause it's just, oh, like, there's no yes. reason why that little girl, well, you said it was a, a movie, Michelle, or, or TV show, whatever the hell it is. But I feel like definitely like the words that parents say to their children, like who cares? I can't tell you how many times I went to school with my hair in plaits. And by the time I came home, that shit was unbraided. You know what I mean? But my mom never said, mm-hmm. oh my God, you look a mess when you came home from school. My mom never said that type of stuff to me. And I feel like that definitely plays a role in our children, especially like when they're growing up and other people might kind of like try to make fun of them. You have to let, you have to be really responsible for making your kids know, regardless of how your hair looks, you are still beautiful. You still look good. It don't matter what anybody else says. And I feel like that's a problem with kids. Cause I, I've come home before in elementary crying because other black boys made fun of me because my hair had come unbraided. Like, mm-hmm. and it's just like, you need to raise your children not to be making fun of people. Like that don't But not even just that, but think about it, Jory. Like, was it not a privilege to have your hair straightened? 
I didn't wear my hair when I was straight and younger. See, my hair was braided. I always wore my hair braided. I never, I when I was younger, I rarely, if I ever had my hair straightened, it was because I was in a wedding. When I grew up, my hair was always in plaits. All through high school, freshman year, Nikki, my hair was in braided. Until I was older, though. That's but what for she's me, saying, though. It has yeah. to be a special occasion. It had to be a special occasion for your hair straightening. No, because my mom felt like you're a child. You're outside in recess. You're running around. What do you need your hair straight for? You're going to sweat it out. That was my yeah. mom. My mom says that all the time. I don't understand why people press children's hair. They're children. They want to play. They want to sweat. And then you want to be upset because yeah. your child's hair is, is messed See, up. Me, like, I could only get my hair straightened on special occasions. Like, if I'm, like, going to, like, a big church function or something like that, that's when I got my hair straightened. But we have to also think about that, that, like, that also plays into the narrative of colorism. It's, like, what do we think the ideal, like, Black person looks like? You know, they're Mm -hmm. usually, like, fair skin with straighter hair. And so that all just plays into that same narrative. It's it's crazy because, like you said, it's just, like, it's just from the fact you grow up. Like, I, yeah. this is off topic a little bit, but y'all are talking about, like, how y'all did your hair back in, like, the day in elementary school. And, like, I remember I was at my parents' house and I found, like, my older pictures, like, when I was in elementary school. And there was a school picture. And, like, my mom parted my hair into four sections. And you remember Trade? She traded my hair, y'all. And I looked. What's Trade? <laughs> like, that thread. She literally wrapped my hair and y'all like I have like yarn. Yeah. Oh yarn. Oh, I, but they called it Sorry trade. It was thing. black shiny. And I literally <laughs> y'all. I look like um um Susie Carmichael. I'm not even gonna lie, but with just <laughs> you mean with thread, not yarn. With, no, thread. Yeah, but my mom called it trade. Okay, you know honestly, it's it made me I'm sure it was That's cute. Right. I'm sure it was it's cute. Right. But honestly, no, I do no. feel like I got made fun of all the time. No, it wasn't. It wasn't I'm, cute. Girl, I'm sure it was cute. No, but I think for sure, like I do think, like, and then I'll we can hop off this subject. But I do feel like people say that oh, they got their hair straight for special occasions. I feel like at the end of the day, kids are kids. They're gonna play. They're gonna sweat, and then you're gonna get upset that your children's hair is poofed up. So it's like that's why normally you get your hair pressed or straightened on special occasions because other yeah. any other time you're running around playing, you want to be a kid. You don't worry about your hair being straight you coming home and it's like messed up so i feel like for me like that was my mom's take like she doesn't need it because she's a child and she's running around yeah like, i used to I feel like that's really see, what it is when i used to work at like montessori schools or daycares i used to, if i see like a black like a like a you know african-american child or someone of color and like their mom basically will like give them a pet talk like i don't want your hair i'm like <laughs> you know they're gonna fuck it up why are you even having this conversation with them you know they're gonna go to pl- recess and it's gonna be a done deal then but sometimes so you like, gotta tell kids because i used to put like dirt in my hair like stupid shit so sometimes you gotta like, tell your kids don't but, do that but like listen but like it'd be like it, it kind of gets crazy because it's like dang like when they're playing they're kind of being mean to their friends because like the friends are trying to play aggressive they're just like don't do it's like y'all are kids like be a kid you are not a grown woman like what it's crazy because i mean yeah we can move off the hair subject after this but i definitely like to, to what nikki said like bro when i used to i used to wear braids throughout like right <laughs> like cornrows and it's like I, I would hate them because i would always get made fun of but it's also because it also contributed to my look like i always felt like i looked like i like wasn't boy. pretty with them. I thought yeah like i wasn't pretty with them and so it's just like imagine that and then being like a dark skin it's kind of just was like bro like y'all like <laughs> It really was like, dang, I really look like a dark little boy and I don't like this. So it's no, like, mm-hmm. I feel you, Crystal, because like, I'm not gonna lie, back in the day, like, I used to dress like a tomboy. So it just looked wrong. Like, it just looks. <laughs> you could laugh about it now, but like, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's get back we on can topic. laugh now, but it hurt. I chose that life. It hurt my feelings. I chose the black people who would hurt our feelings. It wasn't the white people. They were No, that's that's the thing. How many times did you hear like so? I'd be like, get inside, stop playing out in the sun. You'll get dark. You'll get dark yeah. All the time, all the okay. time. And now it's just like, why? Like, what's wrong with being the sun? I used to Another- stay outside. Okay, what? I used to be at the pool every day in the summer times. Complete woman, different person. You brought up a good yes. point earlier when you had said about how a lot of times um it's not only just the color that's a big deal it's like the features as well and that's where like colorism meets featureism right where it's like okay it's one thing to um be lighter but you also have like the distinct features that are people like like you know less acceptable the eurocentric features right and so a lot of times because what i've seen now right is a lot of times you have the I call them dark skin pygmies, like the people who want to come and be like, colorism doesn't exist. Colorism doesn't happen anymore. I don't know what you're talking about, da da da. Or, or other people who try to say, um, oh, because this person is in kind of like what they did to Zendaya, but they do the opposite. Like they'll be like, okay, well, look at Tika Sumter. She's dark skin and she's doing well and she's an actress. So how does um. how does colorism? She's gotten as far. Look at SZA. And every time someone uses SZA as an example, I'm almost just like, oh, the same SZA who has to get it allegedly yeah. get a nose job shave her chin down do all this stuff to be aesthetically pleasing because y'all wasn't effing with her when she was the big bone chick y'all didn't care about her until now she's everybody's body goal she's everybody this that and other i'm just like y'all don't understand the effect that y'all have on these people to change themselves and after they change themselves y'all accept them and then mm-hmm. try to use them as a platform to why colorism doesn't exist Bro, it's crazy because you know i just I brought like- that up to somebody I was like, do you not remember SZA whenever she was bigger? And they were like, she was bigger? Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because they didn't know about her until she looked how she looked now. I didn't know she was bigger. I did. Yeah, I mean, did. when she dropped that first uh, album. When, anyways, that's not even. But, yeah, I just think that, like, when it comes to the industry, like, you can't, like, because we don't know what the hell Tika something went through. Like, you, even there was just this girl. I think she was on High School Musical. Yeah, or something like that. Yeah. There was a girl. It came out that like she had to wear headbands throughout the whole entire movie <laughs> because they couldn't. They don't have black artists on there to do her hair. And when and I so saw it was that, like, bro, and how she had to like she would hate coming to set because she was like nobody there could do my hair, so I always have to wear a headband. I so always wonder like, why she had a headband on though. Yeah. What movie was that? Or show? High, high School Musical. I think it's High School Musical. But uh, yeah, it's just, I, I never watched it either. But I mean, just seeing that, it's kind of just like, bro, like people always like when they see one successful black person, they try to like pin it to make her the poster black. Because look at Kelly Rowland. Every time I talk about a dark skin woman, it's always Kelly Rowland. Kelly Rowland, Kelly Rowland. So it's like, nah, like y'all don't know what the hell she had to go through. Imagine Kelly Rowland. You standing alongside Beyonce, getting compared to Beyonce all fucking day. You know what I mean? So it's just like, I don't yeah, like, like, Kelly- I don't like when people try to. I don't like how people try to make somebody a poster child. Like, no. Yeah, like, that's what I'm like. They're trying to make her the poster girl for a dark skinned black woman. It's just like, bro, like, y'all can say, oh, because Tika Sumter's successful. She did. We don't know what the fuck she had to go through. Just like we didn't know how, what that girl had to go through just being in, in the high school musical. The only black girl in that high school musical. So it's like, I don't like that. And I don't feel like, you know, I don't really agree with that. Um, where's Michelle? Nope. That used to. Oh, I'm looking at her headband. She really did have a lot. Yeah, of like it did. Ma- it made no sense. I'm even 
when I was watching, I'm like, why? I always got confused as to why they never styled the black girl's hair. I'm like, dang, why the hair just all look like that? And then when you look close, like Nikki, it was nappy on top with the headband. Oh my god. Call it. No, don't do that. No, yeah. I'm not saying like they didn't brush her wig. Like they just threw a headband on because that's all they knew to. No, no, synthetics wig. But brush. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm no. sorry. This might be completely, completely off topic. But did y'all did y'all see that text message? From that, that hairstylist. Oh, girl. About the nappy hair. Don't get Listen, me started. Can we put a disclaimer? Yeah. Because the girl, the photo that was sent was from a stylist in Houston, but it was not the, the stylist in Houston yeah. who sent those messages. Just yeah, she was probably out. wanting that style. Yeah, yeah. we got okay. it. Okay. Yeah, she, she was but very unprofessional. She was very unprofessional in how she said, like, I guess basically it was a very simple hairstyle. It was just a ponytail with, that like, some detail. I mean, some detail in the front, but think about when you. That's simple. That's simple. I used to get that when I was younger, like have the little like twist braids. Yeah, like with the gel, twisties. But they don't do gel anymore. That you're using someone's like like. Remember, you used to have to get. I used to have to get my hair manipulated when I would do like twisties like that when I was younger. It wasn't like. What is it? Was it like a wet style kind of almost? But now they want yeah. you to come with your hair all pressed out. Like, and that's too much for me. Like, this is you, my thing. I got to do a ponytail. But this is my thing, y'all. Why are y'all taking out every component? Like, if someone wants to come get their hair done, they want to get it washed. They want to get blown dry, blow dried out, and then styled. Why are y'all taking out the first two and telling them to come just to get styled? That is taking away the whole experience. And then yeah. for you to tell her that, yeah, your hair is nappy, bitch. That was so fucking rude. And for you to be a woman of color, you should be ashamed of yourself talking like that. Because how does your hair look in its natural state? It doesn't look nappy. So why would you say that to another sister? I'm so tired. Mm-mm. Oh, okay. Kind of in a circle back. Do y'all feel like the artists that you listen to, um, do y'all feel like they kind of push the colorist narrative? Because I know on last episode, we talked about like, how just read about, even, okay, even Pop Smoke. Even, we talked about that. But I mean, we also brought up like, um, somebody brought up the Lil Wayne lyric where it was like, um, I beautiful like black woman, I bet that bitch look better in. No, even that one. It, he was like, I like him long hair, thick red bone. And even Pop Smoke, when he was like, light skin. Or he had whatever. one for dark skin. They just he did. He did. He did. he did. he did. He did. But I'm just, you know, just for, for example's sake. Um, yeah, do y'all feel like there's the, the artists, just because they sing about that stuff, they push that kind of narrative? Because you can say it. And the only reason I'm asking, because I feel like they do for sure. But I'm like, you you know how artists like a lot of artists rap about like guns and shit and it's like bro that's not what you really do in real life like robbing and shit it's like that's not what you really do in real life you know what i mean like i do feel like they do push that narrative because if you think about it i don't know about y'all but i never felt like i could connect with anyone in these music videos until pharrell made that front video and i was like Uh, oh my gosh beautiful dark-skinned women in there i was Mm -hmm. like wow it's actually a girl like actually a woman that has like some darker complexion and she wasn't even completely dark skin but she was darker yeah. skin y'all didn't watch bet uncut but okay but they were shaking their ass i know but like, i get it oh okay but this is a woman this is a woman who was just like playing the lead role like playing the woman that was being pursued this isn't a woman who's on a pole you know what i'm saying so like i could never really feel like i connected with women in videos because they were always of lighter skin it's so crazy that you look different because i watched that video and i still was like i want to be like lauren london because lauren london was in that video and i was like i want to be like her so man it's crazy lauren london played the sidekick yeah side chick yeah no the side chick like the sidekick to the girl like she was just her friend like that wasn't even that wasn't even who pharrell was going after you know what i'm saying like 
so it's like it, it takes sometimes like people putting certain at like certain people of color in their videos to really be like okay y'all accept it but women of darker of darker complexions do come out all the time whenever it does come to the music industry and talk about how hard it is to land roles of like you know being the the main main character mm-hmm. so how do you guys feel about like artists who and i'll give an example wale he's very big on like you know speaking about how he loves his dark woman but his girlfriend is lighter and i feel yeah. like we've seen that time and time again where it's like someone pushes one message and they date somebody lighter and then it's a problem mm-hmm. for women in the black community so like my thing is does that bother y'all why can't yes. he not uplift black women yes. to somebody like do you feel like it's a contradiction do you feel like it's it pandering is. on his behalf because he does one thing but his actions are different absolutely yeah because i mean i don't know what his baby mom looks like though so I, yeah. there's that i think his baby She's, mom is definitely is brown skin this is my thing because it's like how can you have how could you be preaching about something and like in your real life it's way different than what you're preaching about that i can't believe your word i don't trust your words I, i'm sorry you don't walk your walk you just talk that's it i think that like you know who actually like, shocked me with that hey that lamar mm-hmm. like what, what, he's dating what what Oh, he's she's dating a, not, a Mexican. She's Hispanic. Oh, she's Mexican. Yeah. She's Hispanic. She's like, yeah, she's like not, she's not black. But it's so crazy because you think about the message that Kendrick Lamar portrays. It's like, yeah, black is power, you know, like loyalty. Like there's just like, you know, the darker, the berry, the sweeter, the juice. Like there's just like so many words that he uses. And I saw his wife and I'm just like, whoa, like I was completely <clears throat> shocked. But it's like I had to bring it back and think like, does that still take away from the message that he is trying to speak about? I don't know. Like, it's such a hard thing. Cause like, you don't want to be a hater. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you don't want to be a hater and just be like, Oh, just because you're dating a woman that's not dark. Now you can't be for the culture. But then it's like, it still like makes you think like, okay, do you really do like practice the words that you preach? So it's just, it's, it's such no. a fine line whenever it comes to that. <laughs> no. Yeah, and it, it and you do have to kind of be careful because I remember, I don't know if y'all remember this, but a while ago, Tory Lanez had like a music video and he had like um, a dark skin model yeah. as the main character. And people mm-hmm. were like, oh my gosh, look at him. Like really just stepping out and casting darker models. Da, da, da. And then the girl came out and was just like, no, he treated me like shit. Like he didn't speak to me. Like I, after I done my scene, like the other girls got invited to do things afterwards and he didn't invite me. And I really was just like, damn. Okay. Um, see, that's what I don't like. Like at the end of the day, it's the pandering at the same time. Like actually be about what you talk about as much as I do like it because it does give people, it does give, it does, sometimes visibility is a thing. Like sometimes at the end of the day, even though you don't feel that way, some people are going to benefit from being able to see that on video and normalizing Mm -hmm. darker tones in music videos on TV period. I mean, that does go a long way, but at the same time, it's just like you and your character, like, you know, like, I don't know. I don't know. To me, it's, I, I still can't fuck with it. Even though we're not sure if that really happened because... Yeah, and you know what? And it's like now, it's been, it's so common that like now when I see a celebrity with a dark skin, I'm like, yes, finally a dark skin woman because who is that? Uh, is it Casanova or is it Young Dolph? Young Dolph. I was just yeah. like, when I seen, when he posted his baby mom, I was like, yes. Even the baby, I was like, yes, a brown... I, I, it's like, it's, we've been like under the shot. No, it's been, his baby, the baby don't count. I'm like, yeah, that was short-lived. Well, his, his baby mom, like, you know, like, what either, he like. No. And then we, and when <laughs> you want to go comment underneath it? Nah, thank you. <laughs> you out. Okay, okay, okay. Well, you maybe see Kanye West. 
but maybe not him but you mm. but what i'm trying to say is that like it's it doesn't happen so often that when you do see it's kind of just like oh my god yes finally like you know what i mean like I have a question why do you think um our men are like that our like they, i'm no i mean men in general i like okay. black men our black men okay um why do you think they're like that? Why do you think like they're so oh beautiful black queen black is everything black woman this that but then they always go for someone else and not us. Why do you think they do that? I mean, great question. Because they're weak. I really think that's what it is. I feel like at the mm-hmm. end of the day, um, and as, I, mean, this is, I don't know how this is going to sound. It's going to sound, it's just going to sound like the way it's going to need to sound. But I feel like a lot of times, like as a black women, like we're there to hold black men down. We're there to be our ride or die. And this is why I always say, like at the end of the day, be weary dating broken men. Because at the end of the day, sometimes mm-hmm. men will go for what they can get until they can, they get, they can, can't afford what they really want and I feel like sometimes when people start upgrading their lifestyle they feel like okay well now that I'm this and that I need to upgrade who I'm with so they choose what they think instead of choosing what they actually like they choose what fits into what they think their life is should have you know so I think that's why like Kanye West said when they get on they leave you ass for a white girl I mean but you have to also I feel like I feel like our men don't like to be challenged no I don't why are we using the challenge though like yeah you see what you see what 50 Cent said? He was like, at the end of the day, he likes exotic women. He was like, because that's not what I used to see when I was growing up. Them girls would never give me the time of day. They would never look at me. So now it's like, they give him the time of day. And instead of seeing that for what it is, instead of seeing it for, these girls was not checking for you. These women that you think are quote unquote exotic do not want you for you. They want you for your money. You take that as a compliment. But you know, so I've even had a conversation with someone who was born and raised in Africa, grew up in Africa, and they were even, some of them were even raised to think like, when you come to America, if you get with a white person, you've made it. So I think that that it just stems from a lot of things that they've grown up with, you know? So they think like, you know, these women that are quote unquote exotic, now you've made it in life. If you can get a wife that looks a certain way, you've made it, you know? And it puts you in different doors. Unfortunately, even as a black man, you know, you're able to sit at different tables because you have a woman that is of a different skin tone. And so for them to be able to pursue, you know, these different avenues of life, they feel like they have to go down a certain route. This is very, that was a very good point. Very good yeah. point. Well, in the words of Nikki, Barack needed him and Michelle Obama. So, yeah. I, if, and, you know, like, I think that that's, I, I think that that's like the, great thing about Barack is like he didn't base his success on you know what Michelle looked like he, he based his success on what Michelle has in her brain Michelle is a very educated woman and Thank he you. was only able to get to Girl. certain aspects in his life because of Michelle from Michelle Obama <laughs> Michelle you're very educated as well we're all yeah, educated you, but you ain't with Barack <laughs> right Dang, like, but what? we all can get a Barack don't do that <laughs> we can but she ain't with Barack like, <laughs> but she, she anyway okay I feel you on the positivity Paulette but yeah okay always so okay I'm gonna switch gears a little bit and we're gonna take a break on the colors and things but I want to because I do want to get into pretty privilege because it is a thing and I feel like <laughs> like <laughs> we need to tell our story just kidding but no how do y'all do okay do y'all for, first off do y'all think pretty privilege is a thing just, yes yes yes, yes of course. so do you think it's the same as colors and like do you feel like y'all should be no. taking a stand to stop <laughs> no I, and i would never period i'm never i can't 
I think that well, you do have to be conscious of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I because we have to be conscious because uh, yeah, yeah. But I also you gotta think about it. Like these same barriers that you're trying to overcome, now you're putting these barriers up for other women. Yeah, this is true. That's true. So when I said like take okay. When I said not take a stance, I think that one thing that because it's like, what can you do? Like, you can't really force anybody to like see what you see or, you know, just whatever. However, I think when it comes to certain things like that, like, for example, get in the club like, oh, she can't get in, but you can get in. No, if my friend, it's always if my people can't get in with me. I'm not going, period. That's always how it's been. I don't give a fuck what they look like, how they look like, what size they are, what if they cannot sit with me then even in sections you can get to the club but oh she your friend can come to section oh yeah if they, it's, if a dub. Yeah. It's, it's a dub it's a dub it's a dub it's a big dub like sorry what even goes through people's minds when they be, when they say shit like that like, like do you feel like she's gonna leave your friend like i don't get it like you know what some people will leave because, yeah people but there's do. girls out, that's why yeah, yeah there's girls out here that will literally be like i'll be right back and not come back Leaving their friend. Literally. No. Because I guess I say that because think about it. There are so many times where, for instance, who was that girl who, the original girl who took the Aaliyah part and they got on her so much that she had to like turn down a role? I think it was Aaliyah. It was somewhere like that because they were like, girl, they you are. Yeah, they were like, you're a low key white passing. You need to let a black woman play this role because too many times roles that are meant for black women, even the hate you give, the hate you give in the, in the book, they the thing is her color is almost like part of the narrative like she's a dark-skinned girl and all the other stuff and they talk but about she wasn't dark her, you said who but in this movie she wasn't in the movie she skin. wasn't she was played by amanda who not only is she light-skinned but she's biracial so they came and they were just like at the end of the day there are enough it's not like there's a lack of black women in the in the industry you know there was like let that role go to a black woman yeah. and they really got mad at amanda and say for her even taking the role a lot of people expected her to like give it up and I know a lot of people have done in the past. I know Zendaya passed on. I think Zendaya passed on Aaliyah. Passed on a role because she was like, no, I don't fit. You know, at the end of the yeah. day, like, you're not going to do that. Mm-hmm. So I guess in saying that, I would say, if you were ever in a space where you realized that the only thing that really got you this, whatever it was, was the fact that somebody was attracted to you, would you pass on whatever opportunity that was to let it go to someone who was more qualified? And what role are you talking about? Like, but is it anything, any yeah. opportunity. Like, maybe say you got, uh, for instance, let's just even say um, school, you, getting into school or a job. Let's say a job. Say it was a job, right? And two people sat for an interview, and this person behind you, person in front of you was just like, so they came through, they was like, yeah, I just entered the NASA um, airspace. Da-da-da. You're just like, girl, what you been doing here? Like, what's going on? She's like, da 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 whatever. And then you get there, and someone's like, I'm just be honest with you. I think you look the part. You look like someone who would work here, we and I'd like to have you on with us. No, I'm not well, doing only that. Why, I'm not. It just depends. It really does depend yeah. for me because yeah. I feel like any anything that I go into, I'm qualified for. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. Do I also think that maybe the way that I look and the way that I present myself kind of put gives me like a little extra footing when it does come to that? Yes, but if me and the woman next to me are just as qualified i'm not going to give that up and it's so unfortunate because i feel like i'm just as deserving as that role yeah as she is you know like who am i to say like oh just because you don't look the part now you're more deserving of a role you know like it's just but he's telling know. you he's telling you that the reason he's choosing you is based off how because you look it, not off your qualifications yeah, i probably wouldn't want to work there because yeah. you probably deal with a lot more later yeah. on in so that crazy. situation so i was like at the time, whenever I was thinking about going into medical school, um, 
there was a physician I was talking to and I was telling him like, you know, about the type of uh, medicine that I wanted to go into. And he was like, oh, he was like, good luck. And I'm like, what do you mean? And he was like, oh, as a woman, he was like, he was like, you're probably going to be put into very uncomfortable situations to go down that type of path. You know, like there's just certain things that I don't know how he explained it, but basically he was like making it seem like I was going to have to like fuck and suck. Yeah. Like to even be able to get to like certain aspects that I wanted to get to. And it really, really turned me off. And I like hands down, like just like, like you know, I'm not even going to pursue that because that's, that's really how it is. And he's telling me like that he's seen, you know, his counterparts have to go through that or he's putting women through that. Mm-hmm. Why would I even want to go to like into, you know, something like that? No, I feel you because even um, growing up, like, um, like, cause I, I was an athlete. However, like, it was one thing y'all probably don't know about me. I know how to dance. Like, I'm very good at dancing, and I wanted to be what they call a farmerette. That's basically like a drill dancer. However, I didn't look the part. Like I told you, I'm very, I'm tall, I'm curvaceous, and like that wasn't in. But I now looking back now and I'm seeing where the world has gone. I really wish I would have went forward with that because it's accepted now. Like now anyone can be a majorette anyone can do anything there's no like there's no look anymore now it's like you know everyone's accepted you know so that i mean that hey look in the part sometimes man gets you farther than just being qualified that's that's i'm just saying that's how i took it with the whole farmer thing no, I definitely think so. Because even when I used to work in like the healthcare space, all the, like the marketer reps, like they would always come with their heels, makeup, beat, all that stuff. And in my head, I'm like, they hired y'all because y'all look like this. And yeah. they know that y'all can make sales because y'all are yeah. pretty. I'm sure if somebody came and they were short and stumpy with a unibrow, they would not have got that job. Yeah, for sure. No, so I agree, Michelle. I mean, but you also have to think about what sells sex, like, yeah. So, and beauty, beauty sells as well. Yeah, a, beauty, a beautiful so like, woman can convince anybody to buy anything. Let's yeah, be real. Like you don't have to really even say anything, and they're just looking yeah. at you like, okay, you're the one selling it. Sure, let me do it. So, yeah. you know, you can't even blame these companies half the time that are based on marketing because marketing is what you show. So, yeah. this person coming in has to be like basically your walking billboard. So they're going to want to put the most attractive person in the forefront because that's going to make them money. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, I mean, I guess, well, now I guess the things are starting to shift a little bit more Mm -hmm. as far as like the world is concerned. People are the trend. Yeah. Yeah. The trends are changing. Like, you know, before even now, even as we talk about pretty privilege, even pretty is changing. What's deemed pretty is, is changing. You know what I mean? Like, as you can see, like, Chloe being all sexy and stuff like that now, back in the days, it might have been cool, but even now, she's even getting dragged for it, which I still don't understand what she did to be dragged, but it is what it is. But I guess my question to you is, like, what do you think is, like, driving that shift? Even as far as, like, what Crystal said earlier, how now you feel more accepted because being having a darker skin tone is considered cool now is what's in. Mm-hmm. How do you um, feel about that even being a trend, actually? Uh, I, I think it's kind of bullshit, but at the same time, it's like, it's, I don't say it's working in my favor. So it's like, I can't, I don't want to be too opposed to, I, w- I don't know how to choose my words, but I mean, as far as your other question goes, I feel like, because it's so rare now, like, I feel like I'm like one in a million, like you can see, a. this is no shade. I don't want to push this color or something, but fair skinned women are very, very, very far, like a dime a dozen there's a lot you can see everywhere you know what i mean but like dark-skinned women are not so i feel like i already stand out so that's why i feel like it's also becoming so accepted because it's just like oh shit like 
you're dark skin and you're also beautiful as well. You know what I mean? So I think that like, instead of it being like, Oh, light skin women are beautiful. Like I see a dark skin, beautiful woman. And, and that's what I want now. And I've had a guy actually told me that he was just like, you know what? There's a lot of beautiful women in here, but he was like, I wanted, I came up to you because like everybody looks the same. He's like, and you don't. So he's like, I'm just, I'm just going to ask like, Hey, can we talk? Can I get your number? Da, 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 da. And I was like, you know, I respect that. Like, not because like, Oh, you know, I wanted the nigga, but it was just like, dang, like, because of what he said, he was just like, there's a lot of women in here and like, you don't look the same as every, and not to say all white, I feel like, but no, let me, okay, so I don't want to correct you on what you said. You said there's not many dark-skinned women, but I think of what you're really trying to say is there might not be a lot of dark-skinned women that are deemed pretty. Yeah. So, to be a darker skinned woman and to Pretty. have features. I just didn't want to say that. Yeah. yeah, but it's true. Yeah, to yeah, have yeah. features that are considered, you know, pretty. Where you know, normally a light skinned one would have it. It's kind of just like, oh. Yeah, it, whereas, like, you know, light skinned people can get away with not having as, like, prominent features and still being able mm-hmm. to pass the part. So I think yeah. that that's really what that is. But I think that it's like a fetish. I'm not going to lie. Like, even, like, this whole, yeah. like, thick thing, as y'all know, I am a thicker woman. And it, it, before i couldn't even like you know in like middle school i mean high school like into high school going to college i couldn't even find like appealing clothes that didn't look like they belonged on a 40 like a 40 or 50 year old woman that could fit my body and now we have clothes that can fit sizes you know zero to 28. so now a lot of men are now into oh thick thighs thick butts big boobs and sometimes i'm like i think to myself sometimes after like when certain men come after me i'm like would you even have taken a second look at me like five years ago are you doing this now because the trend you know so you really have to like weed out certain people because i'm just like yeah i don't know like if it's this is like a fetish to you or if this is like really truly like who you like you know yeah i feel you I feel you, cause y'all know what I like, and they they like you know, you know. Speaking of, okay, so I'm gonna ask this. This is my last question, and so, how do y'all feel when like you know how a lot of people are like I prefer, or women would say like I like dark skinned men, or like dark tall handsome, whatever, whatever. But like when a guy says like he prefers like a light skinned woman, it's you know it's controversy. Like how do y'all feel about that? Do y'all feel like it's colorism? Not colorism, but like do y'all feel like it's like unfair on their end to say something like that when a woman you know that's what they want? Because it's like there's a, there's a fine line between like preference and then like colorism. Mm-hmm. So how do y'all feel about that? I think for me, like it's very different to say that you prefer something. But you can prefer things and not shade something else. Like, mm-hmm. I can be like, oh, you know, I like my man chocolate, da da da. But I don't have to go in and be like, light skinned niggas are ugly and it is and that, da da da. That's when it just becomes a little bit excessive, you know? And I honestly, no one, besides the whole Drake thing, no one really goes in on light skinned niggas like that. Even just saying light skinned guys are sensitive, like, be honest, that's not hurting y'all like that. Yeah. But not only just that, like I, like, I just think it's weird. Like, how do you prefer something you never grew up with? Like, I look at your mama and your daddy. And they're my skin tone, but you want someone that's white as paper. I don't get that. <laughs> you know, like that's whenever I start to look like, okay, like where are these preferences really coming from? You know, yeah. like 
did you play with white dolls or something that, that that's where this person right. came from? I don't know. Oh, or they I probably feel like it's just negative negative stereotypes placed on black women yeah, and they just yeah. feel, like they feed into it. Probably ain't never even had those experiences yeah. themselves. But or their friends get in their ear, they want to date with they fr- who their friends date. They don't want their friends to talk about them. It's really sad. Yeah. Did y'all see that video going around where all them black kids like they went up to a whole bunch of black kids like do you prefer white women or Dang. black women? And all of them said white because white and they, they asked them why and they all were just like, Well, because black skin women are difficult or sorry, but I said black skin, black women are difficult or you know, they're too aggressive or you know, white women are just easier to deal with. And it's just like, bruh. Oh my gosh! No, I really they want- just want a whole bunch of yes men's and that's it. Like that's it. No, that it's part. really trash. I remember I dated somebody a while ago. Like this is like throwback times, but one one of the main reasons I was like I couldn't deal with it no more is because I remember now, mind you, I feel like my skin tone really changes. I really don't care about the sun. I don't care. I'll obviously, be outside all the time when I was growing up. I remember he made a remark like, "Oh, you got darker," and I was just like. Ooh, I used okay. to be told that all the time. Yeah, <laughs> I was just no. like, oh. yeah, and I was just like, okay, like I don't understand what the issue is. And he was like, okay, and he was like, this nigga told me he's like, you were already at like the or the cutoff line is like I was the darkest that he would date. What? Yes, he was. I was the darkest that he would date. Oh, cutoff line. Mm. Yes, and he was like, and I'm, I've, I'm and starting to pass that. Off. Huh? Thank and you. Uh, I was like, and you starting to pass that point. When I tell you, I was like. Do you hear yourself? I said that's disgusting. Yeah, or whatever. And he was like, "What's the issue?" And he's pretty much said what you said because he's like, "I'm allowed to have a preference." Like, I like light skinned women. I was like, "No." I was like, "What you're saying not only doesn't make sense because your mom is dark skin, you have a child that's dark skin with a dark skinned woman. Everyone in your family's dark. like." I said, "I don't understand where did this yeah, preference come like, from. It doesn't even exist in your life." And like, what time we had a whole argument? I was like, "I'm actually done with you." But like, what bothers me I is that what bothers me is that like he would talk to you like that like that that's just but it's crazy because that's such a turn off like Like, so mm -hmm. someone i know was having a conversation with the man and he already has uh he has two baby mamas okay oh so his first baby mama is a woman of who's a darker skinned woman and then his second baby mama is a white woman and he like with his own mouth talked about how his daughter was ugly Mm. darker skinned woman mm. like you know her hair it's just you know mm. it's not it's not it's not fixed properly he was like you know i would never make the mistake again of having a child with a with a black woman because hey. excuse me be, be, black children and, are so beautiful the mistake about his, about his own daughter y'all saying how he would never make that mistake again because he would not want his child to come out ugly Oh my gosh. I'm sure like, his child is beautiful. Father. I'm your sure father. People, people, but my thing is just like, this goes back to again, what about her is ugly? I'm sure he's negating it down to her hair, hair or something so it. stupid. Sorry, and it's it. just like, that doesn't make somebody that's ugly. That, that's, that's your it. perception of black women. Like, there's something wrong with you if that's how you feel. And then he like went on to talk about, oh, she makes things so difficult, like the the baby's mama, like oh, she makes things difficult, and this and this and that. I was just like, you know what? Yeah, because I was talking about, I was discussing this topic actually with someone, another woman of color, and she was basically saying, I'm so tired of men saying, oh, you need to embrace your natural hair, this and that, but they're talking about a specific natural hair curl pattern. But when you come out with your 4C, now it's not deemed pretty, and now it's deemed that, okay, put a sewing or put something on it. She's like, I'm tired of that narrative. Like, are men, like, 
they know what they they know what they kind of look they're looking for when they say they want you to start embracing your natural hair and it's not forcing hair. And they exactly. make it seem like it's so easy. It's not. It's, it's not. not. It's not it's, easy at all. I'm just thinking about this. I know we have brought up like preferences and stuff like that. But when I actually like think back to the men that I've actually dated, they've all been lighter skin. No. no. Mm-mm. I, mm. Like me as a darker black woman why like why am i attracted to lighter skinned men i'm attracted yeah. to darker skinned men but why does it why does it never go far enough to get to a relationship because these white girls be snatching up all the dark men no it's very true and then one make mulatto babies oh my no, but gosh crazy. have you seen it was like a leaked snapchat that came out with a conversation that was just like oh my gosh and then like, the girls are talking about it and they were saying like, oh, um, getting a black guy is so easy. Like, oh my gosh, it's so easy. They fall over us and like, they I don't even. My pee, like all that stuff. Yeah. They treat I'll... black men like a puppy meal. Hmm. She was like, I, he's like, I don't even see that as like an up. And a lot of girls chimed in and they were like, yeah, growing up, like even Hispanic women, they said if, it, if they got a black man, it was like, whatever. If they got a white man, it's like, you're really on because you got a white man to look at you. But this is what black men like. And that's why forever I will let them be the fool. No, because seriously. They decide seriously. to they decide to put themselves in these type of positions. And I've tried to save y'all for the longest time. And I'm not gonna up. continue to put my neck out here. That's the thing, it's like like it's so crazy. Like it was down to the point where I don't know if y'all seen those bags that's like protect black women, protect black people. Mm-hmm. And it's always the protect black women bags that sell out first. And I really do think that at this point, black women are tired of having to protect both <laughs> black men and women, while as black men are only protecting themselves. Yeah. It's just like, I'm over it, y'all. But this is the thing is, black men, y'all can have it. Y'all going to be living a life of bondage and or in jail. That's it. That's all they're going to do for you. So, so I'm going to ask a, a you. pet question. It's kind of it's kind of petty. So, like, let's say there's a dude who you know or whatever who's known to just date lighter skinned women or white girls how would you feel like if he shot his shot at you like would you entertain it like would you be skeptical like no no what you would entertain it no no maybe maybe he's done with white girls he's ready to go back to his black woman i don't want to be your protege (laughs) for me she said this is michael b jordan i'm fucking dead (laughs) for me okay I would possibly let a black man pursue me if no, actually I've actually stopped. Like I've, I've asked someone like, have you ever dated like a white woman? And like in the past they've told me like, yes. Or like they've had sex with a white woman and it like, just like turns my stomach. Oh, absolutely. And I don't, it, it's so terrible because it's like, I don't want to think that I'm racist. I don't like because I don't think that I'm a racist person, but like when you think about it, like people can't be racist. Go ahead. But what makes you like mad that it's a white woman? But mm-hmm. but for some reason, it completely turns me off, and I just but feel like I, maybe it's one, maybe it's one of those things where I feel like maybe they can't handle me, like they don't deserve. Because you know, I thought I'm, like, I'm about okay. to bring to them. I but don't like, know. <sighs> 
I feel like the reason why is because a lot of times when you're only dating black, sorry, when you're only dating white women, it's not because like this is your preference. It's because you feel like they're easier to deal with. So it's like, it, it, so it's like it's almost like you're passing up on black women because you don't want to deal with it. You know what I mean? So it's like if it's, if you've dated one white girl or two white girls, that's different. But you're only dating white <laughs> women. It's more than likely because like that's it. So it's just like when you're coming into this situation, you're already gonna have these prior like pre preconceived notations of how you feel like I am and I don't want that. So I talk I didn't talk to this guy, but there was a guy like he normally dates like white girls and Hispanic girls, or whatever. And then I was complaining about something and I was like, Oh no, like my hair's not done. He's like, see, he's like, This is why I prefer to date white girls and Hispanics because it's never an issue of if their hair is done. And I was like, you, I'm not, then I'm not the one. Like, I'm yeah, sorry, I'm not the one. Not you want me to anymore. hit the town after I've been working out all week and I'm telling you my hair's not done. I'm not doing it. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, it just is what it is. And I felt like other black no. men would understand. But and the, the fact that you are not that up to me. But the problem is the moment you do step out like that, wait, why'd you come out the house like that? Like, it's just, it's such a double state. Oh, gosh. Black Hold on, what did you want to ask me? Because I already knew what you were going to say. <laughs> nothing because like no it's okay because i dated a white man in the past no i was gonna ask like because like you, you were like in a full-fledged relationship with a white man so like what what made your views change that's all i was asking but it's over now well that's a good question okay yeah so let's answer well for me you have to see like whenever i first off any relationship before college i don't even think that you were we were in a relationship but let's just leave that. that. Let's just leave that as a disclaimer. But I did not truly find myself until I was like in the middle of college, and so there were a lot of things that I probably would have put up with prior to that that I will not put up with at this point. And even like some of the things that I went through being in that relationship, some of the things that people talked to me about. And I also feel like the reason why I even went towards him was because so many black men talked about how I wasn't pretty enough and you know the color of my skin and things like that and to like think like this is white boy here that thinks I'm beautiful I don't know it just made me more open to being in a relationship with him mm-hmm. but now I don't know if I could do that I feel you mean <laughs> I don't know if he would be able to like understand certain struggles that I do go through being a African-American woman I think this it just forever plays in my head. Like when I think of interracial relationships is that movie with uh damn, what's her name? Um, I can't remember her name, but it's called something new where she's dating. Yes. Yes. I love like, that movie. She kept complaining about the burdens of the things that she dealt with as a black woman working at whatever her job was. And like, literally he was like, I don't want to talk about this today. We don't get to check our blackness at the door today and not oh, talk yeah. about what the shit that I went through. And it was just like any other time he was there for her. But at some point he got exhausted of hearing her complaints about their struggles of being a black woman. And every that plays in my head often because I'm just like, I don't ever want that to be the case. Like, I'm never not going to stop having these problems as a black woman. Yeah. So it's just like that for, scene forever plays in my head. Like they just not they might get it, but I, they're going to they're going to be annoyed. Scene. And not yeah. only just that, I also feel like there's so Can't many struggles when it does to come to interracial relationships is the fact like, yeah, the person you're with might be like with the culture, with the shits, but there's always going to be someone in their family that isn't. And it's going to show. You're going to go over to their house. You're going to try to meet their family. And there are going to be certain things that they say that you just like, 
What'd she say? Well, if my man's mom called me a colored girl, I slapped the shit out of her. Sorry, no. Colored girl? I've had a patient call me a colored girl, and that pissed me all the way off. We had a girl like, at my job call me the other day. She this like, white lady was talking, and she was like, yeah, you know, and then, like, this colored man, and we were like... <laughs> oh, my God. Like... I'm not gonna lie. Oh, what do you mean it's color man, girl? We're 2021. <laughs> a black man? What 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 what's he? Thank you. Or African American man. Let me color. tell y'all something. It's Black History Month. Any white people can get their ass slapped. I'm gonna fuck. Feel my you get your ass slapped. What are my patients? When I tell you that happened in my job, this one lady, she was talking about, you know when they was knocking down the statues or whatever. Well, I mean the statues of the slaveholders all the other stuff and she was like yeah. i just don't understand like at the end of the day i understand that color people and then one of my coworkers, she like she was like i know we're not in the 1950s she was like wait i'm sorry i just don't what word do you prefer i thought that that was the word we were using now i said who is we who is we because who has there. ever used color you know what no Thank she probably you. is right the people the around her <laughs> the bathroom walls and the water fountains girl <laughs> and like, cracker, cracker barrel regulars <laughs> No, like, because even Wait, when it happened at my job. Even though Cracker Barrel, like, come on now, Cracker Barrel a little bit. They got some good food, okay? I ain't had it in a while, but they slap. It's so crazy. Remember, like, I can't eat racist. there. No, the, no, the, the food, food, food is it does taste, It looks very racist. Taste it's racist like, in it. It just, I, I feel, feel the oppression. anymore. Yeah, I feel the oppression. <laughs> all the eyes are all I don't care. I'm going to enjoy my meal. Mm-mm. Nah, it was like, Near girls, get out, get out. Nigga. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's niggers in here. <laughs> Who let the niggers in? <laughs> oh, no, y'all can't be using that word. That's like oppressing us even more. I'm not eating a cracker barrel. You are. You don't want to go in there for right. the I haven't been there right. years. The word. What word? The N word. Nikki, you just said nigga just a minute ago. Stop with the with the E R. It was oh. a joke. We weren't using it as called. Oh my god, it was a joke. Crystal, Sorry, Crystal, Crystal. We're not gonna do this during Martin Luther King's Black Pick History Month. Yeah, we're not. Not in this Black History Month. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, y'all. So this concludes another great episode with your favorite ladies Petty Party Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Petty Party Pod, and Twitter, Petty Party Pod. And thank you to everyone that likes, shares our episodes, even listens and interacts with us on our page as well. We appreciate you all. And also, like Jory said before, we are having a YouTube channel on February what? 17th. Yes. And so look out for that, y'all gonna be some great content like we actually really looking forward to this we're actually very super excited about it and like we know y'all gonna love it too also feel free to send any like if you want a petty chronicle shared or you have a moto you want us to read for you email us at pettyparty1214 at gmail.com it's your girl amakula signing out holla bye y'all it's crystal aka champagne chris aka chrissy f baby sign it out long as Outro. Long as hell. I gotta figure out. I'm still trying to figure out the mood. It's only my second time. It's only my third day here, y'all. <laughs> Bye, guys. It's uh, Ali Gabor. Bye, y'all. It's your girl Michelle signing out. And sorry for being late, but it's just Nick signing out. Goodbye. I'm petty all the time.